where is your boy tonight? I've got mine right here. This is From Under the Dork Tree, your go-to source for the band Fallout Boy and emo music from the early 2000s. I am your host, Eric, and with me as always is the Pete to my Patrick, Mick. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hi, buddy. What are you up to? What have you been up to? Fucking dicking around on my phone all day. I don't... What, do you, what, what have you been doing? Uh... Just in my life? I don't like taking a week off from recording. Well, that's your fucking problem. I don't, because now we took a week off from, rec- we sandbagged. I feel great. We sandbagged a couple episodes, and I like, I don't like, I don't know, what have you been up to? I feel like you're, you're, in, you're you've been doing some like nefarious shit. Uh, yeah, I joined QAnon. Um, <laughs> no, I just, I like, I want to be able to keep tabs on you. Well, I feel, is, that's not my fucking problem. That's your fucking problem. I feel like a, there's, like, a, I'm a parent. And I have come home and like I, like you've been smoking weed in the house or yeah, something. Yeah, I've been sw- swapping out your Jack Daniels uh, for <laughs> what apple juice? Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Ooh, that'd be great. I think um, we got some Evan Williams. Yeah. Do, oh, yeah. We'll get we'll get to that next segment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just yeah. It's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah. Well, well. The see the the magic of podcasting. The listeners don't know that we didn't record last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I mean, we did tell them like two weeks ago, uh-huh. but yeah. Again, you don't like it when I tell people that we sandbag episodes and that maybe there's been a while since we've but I like doing it because I think it's just funny. You're being humble and you're you're showing that you know you're not perfect. You're not a superman. It's not even a matter of being perfect or super I'm just letting you know. It's just a fact. We didn't record last week. We we sandbagged episodes and I haven't seen you in a while, and I feel like you're up to you've been up to some shit because I haven't been able to like, keep tabs on I you. I mean, I'm always I've always got my hands in some sinister soups, <laughs> I guess you could say. But I, as for nefarious shit, I don't know if there's any specific, but Sounds good right now. Some Sinister Soup. Ooh. Anyway. That's a Spider-Man movie they're making in the future. Spider-Man and the Sinister <laughs> Soups. You got so mad about that Craven trailer. You were furious about it. <laughs> Are we already into media consumption? No, I don't want to talk. I don't want to give Craven the Hunter a platform. It just makes me mad because that guy's going to be the next James Bond pretty much. That's like, he? He's like a shoe-in. Wait, I thought the next James Bond was going to be Eldra Salba. Isn't that what no? That's he, well. He's already too old. Well, this is not movie corner. We'll get into. Well, we won't stay too long on this. But Edris Salba is like. 60 like he's like late is, 50s is he really yeah so that he's like too old to be to be bond my god dude that shit does not crack it, <laughs> I mean, it, that is insane he's 60 years old i think well i don't know if i might be overreacting a little bit but i think he's like he's got to be like high 50 you're looking it up right now he's actually 23 oh yeah he just he's been smoking <laughs> every day since he was like 10 no, um, he's 50 years old not okay. late 50s but he's 50 close enough yeah you 50 were, is the new 30 you were 20 percent off yeah. Quick math. Impressed? I don't. Well, I have no way to verify it. So <laughs> listeners write in snail mail only. What is, <laughs> yeah. Let me know if my math was right on that. I'll tell you the address after this episode. Oh. Hey, you're you're listening to the Fallout Boy podcast. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We talk exclusively about Fallout Boy on this podcast. Yep. We're um, dialed in. Nothing else. And we're ready to do that once again. Yes, but before we get into Fallout Boy, have you taken in any media <laughs> consumption this week? I've taken in some media this consumption. Um yeah, I, so like I mentioned, I we I was um we didn't record last week. I was in Seattle. Yes, yes, you were the Emerald City. I was crying every night because you were not here. <laughs> yeah, right. I was just you know my little pillow, my pillow was my tear catcher, and just yeah, you know. yeah that's close. You were crying because your face was buried in your pillow because Carly <laughs> was pegging you. Well, um, I'll cut this out, so it's fine. <laughs> no, don't edit that. Um, yeah, I was in Seattle, the Emerald City, the mighty Pacific Northwest. King County, so on and so forth. Um, just living it up, living my best life. Just trying to unwind, do my thing, get the fuck away from Eric for a couple weeks, which I was you, a mistake. Not even a couple weeks. It was literally four days. Yeah, but I didn't see you for like two weeks because of it. Yeah, that was nice. <laughs> that was very nice. 
<laughs> we almost crossed paths a couple times. You were at a place that I was, and you were intentionally not in places that I was because you were trying to avoid I'm always me. ducking you. So. That's true, yes. Because um, i got to save any interaction I have with you for the pod. <laughs> we got to save that magic. That's so not true. No. We are constantly talking to each other when we do see each other outside of the podcast. That is true. Sphere. Yeah, well, that, I'm trying to I'm trying to form, like, there's supposed to be, like, I'm trying to create, like, a a canon of the that podcast. Like, oh, yeah, Eric and Mick never talk to each other. <laughs> You'd love that. Um, any- yeah, I make a dream. Anyway, uh, my my time in Seattle was great. I want to thank all the people of Seattle. This is the entirety of them, all of them. Yeah. Um, but if Jeff you, Bezos, yeah, he's number one on the list. Yep. Um, if but if you do live in Seattle or are visiting Seattle in the near future, um, I have a couple of bars that you can find a Dork Tree sticker in. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you got my interest now. <laughs> I was totally zoning out. You really were. Uh, Jupiter. You and I, we've been there. We've together. been to Jupiter, yeah. It's like a pinball uh, video game yeah, I like that type place. of place. Like there's a there's a sticker in the bathroom when you're holding Is that your Belltown. Little... I don't know. Oh, I I once I'm there, I can kind of tell where I'm at. Right. I can remember. Oh yeah, this is uh, you know Columbia City or right. or something like that. But once I'm not there, Capitol Hill, I have no idea where I'm mm-hmm. at. Capitol Hill, what is this? Washington D.C. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Yeah, add a laugh track to that. <laughs> um, Shorties, which is like a clown slash. Uh, no, you were at Shouties. <laughs> yeah, pardon me. There's an umlaut over the O that I'm not pronouncing. <laughs> yeah. uh, spoilers for content we'll be talking about later. <laughs> I have a big chunk about umlauts. Okay. So. Umlaut <laughs> <laughs> You're close. Uh, Time Warp, which is this little, is another like video game bar. Did we go to, do, have we been there before? No, I don't oh. think so. I were the last, the, where we went for the arcade last time we were there. They had this game called the Black Emperor. Did you play that? I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't recall. It's a. It's like an indie arcade cabinet, and I, I'm, I'll let you finish. I swear to God, after this, okay. um, it essentially the only control you have is like a like a, a mouse wheel, like but on like a really like smooth action. Okay, and you just control this guy on a motorcycle as he goes across like you know a a maze. Like this is really good for an audio, audio yeah. podcast. I'm You're doing, doing like this heavy petting motion, also yeah. like it's yeah, it's a cool game. You should check. We'll check it out. Go on. What were you saying? Well, you know, we'll sponsor them. This episode Black is sponsored Emperor. by Black Emperor. Um, and then Screwdriver, which is not a white supremacist bar. Like It sounds like it should be. It was like a rock and roll bar. Rock and roll. Hell yeah, bro. We like rock and roll here. They had like pictures of like, who are some like rock stars? Joe Lemmy. Jet. Lemmy. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure Lemmy was there. Um, Elvis Costello. Paul Simon. Paul Simon. John Denver. Some of the biggest rock stars. Just big pictures of them everywhere. Clay Aiken. Sam fell asleep in the bar. We, it was like, we were <laughs> we were very tired. It was a long night of uh beverage consumption so i don't really remember um if i even put a sticker up there the screwdriver now, now that i remember well, let us know listeners yeah hey um i will send you a dollar fifty if you can go to screwdriver and send me a picture of a sticker or not a sticker just let me know if i put a sticker up while i was there yeah let us know so yeah that's that so um, you had fun then yeah it's uh dork tree on the road Ooh, i like that <laughs> there, uh go find those stickers Cool. Anyway. Um, well, me, I was here. You know, obviously I couldn't I couldn't talk to you, couldn't see you, so I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. Uh you couldn't talk to me. Yeah. And so I started playing texting texted me. No, I don't do that. Uh, I was playing a game called Street Fighter Six. It released like, about a month ago. Um it was sort of my that's sort of my my fighting game of choice now that I don't have well, I guess it's Tekken now. Because you suck at Tekken. No, I'm really good at fucking Tekken. Bro. Okay. I'm, <laughs> it sounds I'm, like I'm it. really good, bro. When people are really good at things, they they usually have to say it in that voice. Bro. Like when someone tells hey. <laughs> Peyton Manning that he's not good at football, he's always like, Oh, I'm really good. <laughs> well, I'm really good at <laughs> that's it. That's Eli Manning. <laughs> 
No, like I mean, honestly, though, in, okay. in Tekken, you'll get fucking clapped, bro. I'm fucking good. I'm I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm fucking great, bro. Well, post the videos of yourself. I'm not gonna do that. Well, I can I can do that maybe. Yeah, post a video of yourself playing whatever little video game it'll you be, play. It'll be me dressed as a Drake Bell when he took that picture. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be the, the, the screen showing me, hey, I'm playing Tekken. Look, yeah, your I'll penis. Be, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, just playing Street Fighter. It's fun. It's I don't know. I feel like I'm just an old old man now. Oh, where like I'm. Hold on. I'm. I was listening. I was watching like a, a Street Fighter YouTube video where the guys like talked about the tier list of all the new characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, me, I'm like an OG. You know, I can say that I'm like, I'm an OG. I'm like an oh, no, 09er. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I've been playing Street Fighter since like 98. We're really starting to feel it. Every We're day really I wake up, man. Yeah. Um, do you have, do you have to wear any like special things? Like, uh, like a girdle like or a anything? <laughs> <laughs> like anything like for your age? A girdle? <laughs> You know, William Shatner. (laughs) No, do you have to wear any like extra like um, like an orthotic? Yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, like no, I'm a fucking healthy person. I I I don't have like I don't have like carpal tunnel. Well, I'm not. Do you? To our guests, if you have to wear any sort of oh god, okay, I'm so sorry. I should not. I don't mean that. I was being ableist. I'm so sorry. I I hear you, Mick, and you are valid. Okay. Um, I have to wear I have to wear like a compression band around my ankle now because I have plantar fasciitis. Oh really? That's not really like an old thing though. It's you've not. It's not, a, some, it's not. It's not a young had, like, thing. A gimpy leg. I've had bad knees for a yeah. lot for a while, but the knees are very like sustainable. Here, this is. Well, <laughs> if it's really been bad. About well, it's because body. you're on your knees all the time. <laughs> yeah, sucking dick. I didn't say that. It's, well, you didn't need to. Yes, you didn't I know. need People to. People know you. <laughs> yeah, I'm always on my ankles sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen anyone? What if I? What if I was sucking I just a dude's dick? the stallion. <laughs> I was like, if anybody could do it, it'd be her. What if I was sucking a dude's dick, but I was doing that weird thing where you kind of sit on your ankle? Do you know what I'm talking? Have you ever oh, seen anyone like? Do your legs cross under? You? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh boy, listeners, uh, if you can draw really well, draw that for us. I want to see that. Yeah, draw a picture of me sitting on my ankle, sucking suck a damn dick. Make sure you put my orthotic in the <laughs> image too. The orthotics and Eric in the background saying that people <laughs> in wheelchairs are not valid. Okay, putting a all right, up. all right, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's Street Fighter. That's great. Yeah, that's Street. Fighter. That's Street Fighter. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so that's that's media consumption. It's done. I can close it up. We're done. Put a lock on it. We're not talking about that shit anymore. Um, I've got a couple of shout outs slash like listener corrections. You know, just interactions. Shout-out! There you go. That's our oh, that's our drop. You should just do a drop every time we have like one of these. <laughs> like we'll do like media consumption and you have a drop for that. Sure. You'll you'd be like Reggie Watts. Oh yeah. Or um uh who or is TJ Watt. <laughs> who is the, uh uh Kevin Eubanks? Oh yeah, he didn't say any, he didn't talk, but he sat there with his bass and just looked you, cool. You're crazy, Jay. <laughs> you're crazy, Jay. He was Jay was crazy. <laughs> yeah, you think <laughs> he loves cars. He loves Canadian tuxedos. He can't stop working. He has like I have to be on TV <laughs> until the day I die. Have you seen his little his little weird uh, game show he runs now? Uh, no, that's I think just Kevin's. Disgusting. Yeah, I think Kevin's on the show as like his co-host. But it's like sort of like one of those like sixty four thousand dollar question type shows where it's just like oh, him boy. and a contestant. He's in the the the. He looks like shit. <laughs> like he is like he looks like literally like Mr. Potato, and he's like orange. Like it's bad. Well, you'd be lucky to look like him when you're his age and that rich. <laughs> With that many cars, he's got <laughs> dude. He has so many cars. He has like be a three used cars. car lot. 
Great. Thanks. It's a great segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out Jay Leno. I'm sure everyone really gives a fuck. God, this podcast sucks. <laughs> people, like, so bad sometimes. Like 90% of the people listening to this are like, who the fuck is Jay Leno? <laughs> why are we Why are we even talking about Jay Leno? It's so by great impression. It just goes, to, it's, goes nowhere. Here's the thing. I bet I don't even know if we've talked about Jay Leno before on this podcast, but it feels like if someone told me this is the fourth time we've had a, a conversation about Jay Leno, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing. It's like when you when when you're a podcast creator like us, you don't register when you're being funny. You're just always being funny. <laughs> yeah, I do. That does happen to me a lot. I don't. Yeah, like that's why when everybody works with you, like you know, <laughs> everyone's ignoring you. It's or... pretty often that I'm like, I'm not funny. Oh, I well, that's true. <laughs> yes. Anyway, okay. Now we take a drink. All right. <laughs> Who do you got a shout out? All right. So shout out, shout out. Uh. Esben, uh, our friend from Denmark. Oh, yeah. He, but it's funny that he said this. He he reached out to us and was like, hey, Fall Out Boy did this thing called Badusi and uh, Mustachette. He was like, dude, like, you guys should cover all this. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Like, I've tried to tell Mick about this in the past. Like, we, we do want to do something like that. Uh-huh. And then as I'm editing the episode, like, that same day or, like, later, I realized that we talked about Badusi for, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, oh, I, I, I went back to the DMs. I was like. Yeah, actually, it's funny because I don't remember talking about this at all, but we did talk about it last week. So we talked about Badusi last week. Yeah, because it's in it's well, it's clipped into that uh that video from yeah 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 yeah. yeah. So um, I think we talked about this. Like maybe we should do like a you know dork tree bonus pod where it's like girls' night and we just talk about the movies <laughs> that you know Fall Out Boy has. Of course, of course, I think Badusi could go. An hour and a half just on that five minute video. So, and I haven't even watched Mustache yet, but it looks crazy. So, <laughs> I'll watch that tonight. Yeah, it's 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 star. I told you that about this. It's like it stars the guy from Yellow Card. Oh yes, this thing. Yeah. Yes, wonderful. So, yeah, right. Um, Electric uh, fiddle, <laughs> the git fiddle. Yeah. Uh, listener and friend of the show, Alex. I uh, told us he's got a correction. Uh, is he just a? Oh, he's a train. The A train. Oh, I hate that. The A train comes and goes. <laughs> Mostly comes. <laughs> uh, so I was wrong about the Fermi paradox when you we were talking about it on the Billy Joel episode. Okay. Uh, it's actually the uh, it's the apparent lack of evidence of aliens, despite the fact that it's supposed to be very likely that it, we've had you know other aliens in the universe. This is your wheelhouse. You should have known. About I know. This. I was like, what? I yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking fool. Also, Bubble Boy wasn't uh, the movie Bubble Boy. Apparently, there was a kid. Who was like up in a uh, weather balloon? Yes, that's the Bubble Boy, David. But he was like he was he was not actually up in a weather balloon. He was actually like hiding in his uh in his attic. Oh, his parents' like attic. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Um, yeah, David. Yeah, David corrected us about that. He said oh, he sent okay. us a text. You probably didn't. You probably ignored it. I think I have David blocked. <laughs> um. So yes, that's that's our correction. That's our bad. Um. Also, he wanted us to talk about Electric Touch, which is um listeners. If you haven't been under a rock, uh, Taylor Swift has released a previously unreleased single with Fall Out Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you listen to that? I have not. Okay, well, we'll talk. Well, do you want to listen to it right now? I think I think Sam and I realized that it was a thing like last night, and I then oh. I had done no preparation for this, so I didn't have any time to listen to it. We'll listen to it on our break, and sure. then we'll, we'll come back and talk about it. Sure. Um, and then uh, a special shout out and a hello to. Uh, Instagram user Pete's lawyer. Yeah. Who uh, made like a meme about us on the show, which is like the first time that's ever happened to me. Have, has anybody ever made a meme about you? I don't. Well, yeah. Te- well, technically, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't know if it's appropriate to talk about. Okay. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, 
yeah, so thank you. Yeah, that was we, you know, fan of the show, listener of the show. We salute you and say hello. Thanks for the maymays. Thanks for the maymay. We love the maymays. Thanks for the thanks for the memories. Thanks for the maymays. Uh, I just thought of that right now. That's funny. That was really good, actually. Um, And also, thank you to the people who bought a shirt on Ko-Fi. Listeners, Jor, Gabe, Lady Penelope, and Jessa. Uh, Your shirts are on the way. Hell yeah. Yeah. And a big no thank you if you didn't buy a shirt. (laughs) If if you didn't buy one, fuck you. Yeah, that's a big F you. Go fuck yourself. Um, If you do want to not get told to fuck yourself by Mick, you can go to ko-fi.com slash pod, pick up a shirt or some stickers. I'm just kidding. Not, I don't have to want to say fuck you if you didn't buy a shirt. I understand. It's a way where it's a, a t- times are tough. Buying podcast shirts in this economy? <laughs> Our shirts are very cheap though. <laughs> yeah, they're just, you know, bargain bin prices. No, I mean, the the quality is good. Yeah, of course. That's a good quality. Yeah, we're just hearing about on, yeah. It just, you know, you, you buy a shirt now. When was the last time you bought a shirt? I don't know. Like uh, <laughs> I looked at the shirt I was wearing. Like it would tell me. <laughs> I went to go buy a shirt a couple days ago, sixty-four dollars, just for a blank black T-shirt. Are you going to fucking Givenchy? Walmart. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God, you're a fucking idiot. We're uh, also. Do you know that the Target shirts that we love are on sale? They're like thirty percent off. You get them for like five bucks. Oh my god. Ooh, let's just start <laughs> recording right now. <laughs> Don't put me on blast for loving uh, I lo- those bro, Target I've got shirts. so many of those fucking shirts. Yeah, I do too. I yeah. have a lot of them. Uh, Target, if you'd like us to sponsor you, uh, sponsor your <laughs> your store, uh, you can reach out to us at dorktreepod at gmail.com. You've been, you were telling me that you were making some videos at Target, right? Yeah, no, yeah. We made a bunch of my buddies. We'd go and we'd like make music videos and stuff at Target. Yeah, and you were like going and tearing down the pride sections in, in local targets, right? No, no, no. I was putting pride stuff up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we asked you we to support. We were blasting RuPaul. Look, obviously, we support the pride section in Target. <laughs> Absolutely, we do. Uh, the LGBTQ plus community, not so much, but the shirts in Target. We <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, obviously. Clip that, chat. No, don't clip it. <laughs> I, obviously, we support the, 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 the gay community. Well, that's, uh, that's where we're at right now. Well, how about this? How about we just take a break? Yeah, I think we can take a break. We'll get a drink. I will show you that Taylor Swift song. Okay. And we can get back and we can talk about it. Sure. What song are we listening to on the way out? Let's see. How about we listen to... I just want to hear a good song. A good song. I hear some rockin' tunes. All right. Let's see. I found... Okay, I found some some rockin' tunes. And we're going to play it and we'll be right out. I found a Fall Out Boy song I'd never heard before. What's yeah? Did you? Yeah. I love Fall Out Boy. Do you want to talk about it on the show? Uh, Maybe another day. What is this? Uh, this is Kitsuki Kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is Fall Out Boy. Okay, I'm going to get It's almost 15 seconds. I got to go. And we're back. Hell yeah. This is From Under the Dork Tree. And this is Electric Touch by Taylor Swift and Fall Out Boy. My God. Prolific. I would pay $600 to see Taylor Swift right now. You'd be lucky to pay $600. <laughs> you'd be lucky. Well, and you have to wear a diaper. Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> uh, that's cool. And then, <laughs> Would I, you ever wear a diaper to a show? <laughs> no. You'd be like at a Cro-Mag show just like with a diaper on. I would merely, I would merely just not go. <laughs> you, would just, you would just go. <laughs> have you ever shit your pants at a show? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> this is, we're back. This is from under the dork tree. Um, yeah, it was un- during the break. We listened to that song. We made a little beverage. We listened to the t- new Taylor Swift Fallout Boy song. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I well, I I was thinking that Patrick sounded like he was singing higher, and then you you had some good insight towards that. And I, I thought, did. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was like a 
a good point. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, why, why Patrick's voice sounds weird? Why don't you tell people what I said? No, I don't want to. Do I don't want to. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. It's going to come off as I'm bragging. If no, I, go ahead. You did so good. <laughs> I said it sounds like they're using Taylor Swift's like production team. So they're using like her production style. And it's like this tinny airlessness mm-hmm. that probably works well for a Taylor Swift song. But for Fall Out Boy, maybe you want a little bit more like reverb or Some, yeah. something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's most I don't even I'm just speculating, obviously. I'm just, but airy is a really good word mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. But it's just you can just tell the production quality is different. I've never heard. Pat. It's like Patrick's. It's just a weird like almost effect or lack of an effect yeah. on his voice. And that's why it sounds so weird. So, But hey, kudos to you, Blondie. We, uh, we love you, Taylor Swift. Please don't. Blondie? Yeah, she's called like Blondie. Do That's people a... call her yeah. that? Oh my god. Because if you just walked up to a random woman and ca- started no. calling her hey, Blondie. Hey there, toots. No, no. I think like there's Honey. like one of her nicknames is like Blondie or something. <laughs> I was, I, I, um, oh, uh, I don't want, I don't want. I will just say briefly, I used, I used to know someone who like called waitresses like honey and sugar and stuff like that. And it made me so uncomfortable. Dude, there was, I was in an Uber, uh, maybe like two weeks ago. And there was like this fucking guy who was like, he did like, he was like an older guy. And like, I don't know, I wasn't giving him any kind of vibe, but like we drive by, we were driving by the strip. He started calling you honey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was like reaching around and grabbing my leg. <laughs> um, we were like driving down the strip. And obviously like when you're by the strip, there's like a lot of like people in like club clothes. Yeah. And he just did one of those like, oh, hey, she looks like she works out every day. <laughs> and I was like, or he like, you, she goes to the gym every day. And I'm like, I am not going to respond to you at all, sir. Excuse me. The masculine urge to point out when a woman is hot is like it, people can't deny it. They have to say it. There's some there's people out there who just when they see like a chick that just fucking hot. They do the woo, like that. <laughs> they do the 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 mask where their eyes pop out. <laughs> they turn to a wolf and their eyes pop out of their head. It's yeah, men's brains are fucking broken. I'm not sure I've ever in my entire life. I'm sure I had to at mm-hmm. one point. Look. I'm I'm, a, I'm, look here. I'll I'm going to cut you off. I've known you for <laughs> 20 years now. You've never been like, "Hey, check out her. She's fucking hot." Dude. I oh, 100%. You've never, you've never done that. I've never been like, "Oh, that's a hot chick." I might I'm cuz if you just think it to yourself, yeah, but never in a way that's sort of like playful, like, oh, hey, check out that caboose on that. You know, like you've never done that, which I'm thankful for. But you, on the other hand, are I constantly do it every day. <laughs> yeah. You're just, you're always. I'm, the, I am that wolf from the mask. Yeah. yeah. You're always just like, like giving me like a nudge and say, look, look at the hog on that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, that's Derek. We've known him for 20 years. Look at the pencil dick on that guy. <laughs> you're always like, should I go talk to him? <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah. Should just, I go shoot my shot? <laughs> see what he's. See. Should I riz him up? <laughs> Officially, Eric has rizzed up Derek. He is, uh, Derek is the new uh, swag lord. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is from under the dork tree. We, we talk about Fall Out Boy and Fall Out Boy only. What do you think our 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 guests prefer more? Us talking about Jay Leno or the Riz God or the Riz Queen? It's like it's very 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 old or very very. What new. What if the next thing on TikTok is Jay Leno lived a rizzed up Livy? And she's like, hey, you, you hear about it? And she's like. Oh my God! Are you like? Are you Jay Leno? Are these are twenty cars? <laughs> <laughs> what if he's remember every Monday? Jay Leno used to do the thing where he, we're talking about Jay Leno, <laughs> where he had the newspaper clippings and he would bring them out on oh, the yeah. and he would, <laughs> yeah you see this huh <laughs> yeah um we'll do that what a what a okay first of all <laughs> li- this, we're talking about late night again but like every person on late night did that they had their own little mm-hmm. you know thing, but it's like it's not even. F- it's not even real. It's, it's 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 photoshopped. It's not, not even that when you're making that up. It's not 
It's just lazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody fucking did it. Conan, Conan's kind of version of that, the bit that he did, the visual bit he did over and over again was he would have the same story. Like, oh, yeah, this local elementary school came to NBC Studios and mm-hmm. they drew a bunch of pictures of their experience. Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He so was like, yeah. He did it like every other week. There yeah, was like yeah. the little kids' drawings. But those were funny. Everything Conan did was funny. Conan's the greatest. Anyway. Okay. Off of no more late night television. This is what we'll do. We'll have one okay. episode that's entirely dedicated to late night uh, talk shows. Oh, my God. The, the, the <laughs> 35 to 45 demographic for us is going to go fucking bonkers. Yes. But in the meantime, we do have to talk about the uh, lovable lads from Illinois. <laughs> Fallout Boy. Yes. Um, we, we, we know him. We love him. Let's get into this fucking album. Yeah. We're about to do the track by track for AB, ABAP. 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 It's like Mars Attacks. Abap. Oh my god. Another like 30 year old movie. This is a great show. We're doing really good, dude. Damn, Fall Out Boy's number one stream song right now is Electric Touch. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta hurt. Sam and I were drunk last night and we were like, we should listen to Fall Out Boy. And we saw Electric Touch and I'm not allowed to listen to Taylor Swift around Sam. So she told me. <laughs> she just starts swinging. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why I hadn't heard it until now. Okay. Well, let, let's let's get right fucking into it. Let's do All it. Right? I got my American notes ready. Beauty, American Psycho. Uh, we'll go. We'll start first. We'll start with this, the clip and then we'll get into it. Uh, this is Irresistible Track 1. And I'll just jump to the middle for it. You know. Okay, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking go. Who read the chorus? Another way. Another way. <laughs> um, for weeks leading up to this episode, yeah, I was like, it's crazy that like Fall Out Boy and Beyonce have a song that has the same name, uh-huh. and I realized today, like, oh no, that's irreplaceable, not irresistible. <laughs> you just you can't read. <laughs> no, I don't know. It just you know, it's all yeah. it, they're very it similar looks looking together. words. Yeah. Uh, do you like this song? Yeah, <laughs> this is a good song. I actually kind of like. I do too. I, I'm kind of okay with this song. I am too. I didn't. Here's the thing: if you had talked to you and I on episode two and say, mm-hmm. hey. What do you think about this Fallout Boy song? We'd be like, we'd just start punching you in the mouth. <laughs> it's an interesting thing to explain to people because, like, yeah, again, if you if you asked us, we were like, we don't like anything past. Probably we would have said Court like Tree, maybe. Yeah, we 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 would have been like, maybe there are some songs on Infinity and High, and, and that's it. And it's weird. You kind of like when you immerse yourself in into the the Fallout Boy sauce when you, you know, rip off your clothes and jump right in. All you find yourself kind of. The, the 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 goalpost moves a little bit for what you consider to be a good Fallout Boy song. Hey, they're moving the chains. <laughs> um, any any thoughts? You got any profound thoughts about this song? So no, I I this is the song that's the most earwormy to me. It's been in uh-huh. my head like literally since we had that that uh the music video episode. Uh huh. So I mean, I guess that's something. Um, there in you terms go. of, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's a bad song, but it's like it's it's out of all the like uh anthem rock songs that are on this album like this is the best one out of all of them yeah look i not to spoil my kind of final thoughts on this record the 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 poppy the poppy radio songs on this are are very good at accomplishing what they're trying to do yeah like regardless of whether or not you like them it's a it's a slam dunk on the earworm get on the radio write a catchy song for all of the kind of big hits on this but that's what they're doing with this whole fucking album like it's the they're essentially they're making I feel like they they're starting from a a catchy hook and then writing a song around that. Yes, and there's no way that the album tracks that art singles are going to be super boring, right? Oh wait, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what who happens. knows? Maybe. 
Um, I got a couple quick hitters yeah. on, on this if you want to. Let's get fucking into it. Um, so this song is written by everyone in Fallout Boy, the four boys, mm-hmm. and then like six other Swedish guys, <laughs> um, yeah. which is just like, like every other like pop song, basically. Um, but an interesting person who uh, helps write the song, Las Vegas local, Neo. Oh, I love him. Neo. He's, he's always so great. There's never <laughs> been any bad news about Neo. <laughs> We were gonna just gonna ignore that. Las and Vegas Academy, though he's LVA. Went to LVA. Right down the how, how old do you think? How old do you think Neo is right now? Yeah, he's probably like thirty-eight, forty-three. Oh, okay, a yeah. little bit older. We would we wouldn't have crossed paths with him, obviously. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed that. Um, he'd never hump you off of a stage, <laughs> <laughs> not unless I bought him a drink Acon, first. Is that Acon or is that Neo? Uh, tomato, tomato. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um. This song is apparently inspired by uh, Sid and Nancy. Oh, yeah. Sid Vicious and Nancy Pungent. Is that her name? Nancy. Yeah. Why are you saying Sid and Angie? Did I say Sid and Angie? Yeah, you did. It's Sid and Nancy. I, I, I meant to say Sid and Nancy. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. See, so, yeah, about- the whole, like, I love the way you hurt me, baby. <laughs> Look, here's, well, edit. I'm going to get a clean version of me saying Nancy right now mm-hmm. and then edit that into. Okay. Okay. Nancy. Reagan. <laughs> the throat goat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You ever see the Sid and Nancy movie? Do you know anything about the Sex Pistols? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I know about the fucking Sex I never watched Sid and Nancy, though. Okay. Or Sid and Nancy. You keep saying Sid and Nancy. That's what it's called. Wait, uh, now I'm thinking it's Angie. Oh, you dumb shit. Sorry. Do you want to get a clean cut of you saying Angie? Angie. Dickinson. Um, It's a, obviously it's a real life thing that happened. Yeah. Gary Oldman is Sid. Yeah, that's all, I have that written down. Well, Gary yeah. Oldman. I, I was, I was crazy to me. Yeah, he's, so, I mean, he's young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man's a chameleon. Uh huh. Um, this isn't going to be the the last time that we talk about Gary Oldman on this podcast. I have some more. <laughs> no, Gary okay. Oldman. Um, yeah, this song is also the theme to WWE Extreme Rules 2015. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> An EA joint. Uh, the main event features uh Seth Rollins beating Randy Orton in the cage match and. Uh, you know, the Kane was like the keeper of the cage or something and was like not supposed to let anyone in or out. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to bore our fans with a bunch the of... The wrestling minutiae yeah. of the WWE storytelling. But I will say that uh, two of our favorite wrestlers, Sheamus and Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. uh, were, for, were were the second fight on this uh, 2015 Extreme yeah. Rules. Um, it was a... Kiss me arse match. <laughs> Ooh, kiss me arse. So whoever lost had to ki- had whoever had to kiss the winner on the arse. Um, <laughs> I hope it wasn't Dolph. Uh, Please God. <laughs> I think there was a lot of arse kissing going uh, around. Regardless, the I old think stink face. I think yeah. I think someone got the old Rikishi treatment at some point. <laughs> L- needless to say, there was lots of arse kissing. Okay. <laughs> you never go arse to mouth. <laughs> yeah, you, that's how you get an infection. That's true. Um, Big you, guy. Uh, you look so Seattle, but you feel so LA. Yeah, fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know, it's like a girl that looks like she's from Seattle, or, or uh, she seems so Seattle, but she looks so LA. It's like she's like a hot. You know, you know LA girls, right? Okay. If you saw one, you'd know one. I like how your explanation was just reading back the lyrics to me and saying, "You get it, you get it." <laughs> yeah, Pete's got it right there for you. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's all I got for Irresistible. We both say pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. okay. Pretty. May- who knows where it's going to be on our rankings? You got your rankings? I got my rankings. I don't. I'm just <laughs> All right. So the next song, track two, American Beauty, American Psycho, the yeah. title track, mm-hmm. the eponymous titular, the titular. <laughs> Sorry, not eponymous. The titular beauty and psycho. Exactly. God, this song is fucking dog shit, dude. <laughs> do you think the titular beauty and psycho are the same person? Serious question. Do you like, do you, or, or is, um, 
is there a beautiful person, a psychotic person that are separate? <laughs> you, there are two Americans. <laughs> or are they the same person? Or is it's it literally same, nothing? Well, it's if you asked me, I'd tell you it's nothing. But it's, okay. it's like, you know, it's it's two sides of the same coin. Yeah. You know? I love that expression. It's so good. Two sides of the same coin is like I I use that like literally once every a day. day. Like honestly, <laughs> oh, yeah. I find oh, this way- <laughs> coffee is two two sides of the same coin. Glug glug glug. I was like, man, it's really hot out here. Yep, yep. Two sides of the same coin. <laughs> uh, this That's is funny. yeah. Uh, title tracks. Uh, we I think we probably should have brought this up last episode or the during the save rock and roll. Mm-hmm. This is a uh, save rock and uh, in this new era of Fall Out Boy, they have. Title tracks. There's oh, that's no, true. Yeah, there's no song called "Follow You." Do you're right. You're right. No song, uh, I'm not going to go down over all. Of right. Them. But uh, yeah, now that they have title tracks, the um, record label is like, you need a fucking title track. Yeah. Um. What? What's? What's your? You don't like the song? What's this your, might what's, be the worst song on the album. What's your major malfunction, Chief? It's just. It's like. It's just. It's worse. It's I. I. Okay. So I had never heard this album when this era was happening. Okay. All I knew was uh, centuries. Uma Thurman, that's all I knew. I didn't think there could be a song that was worse than those two songs. And it's this one. It's bad. <laughs> I'm not, you know what? I may agree with you. I may disagree with you. I'm not going to tell you until the end of the podcast. Uh, Patrick talks about lean, drinking lean. Oh, Had too much it? cough syrup. <laughs> does he say that? Like, yeah. I think I missed that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, too much cough medicine. And yeah, I mean, it's just like, who is this for? Who, like, who, who okay, when they're writing this song, who's saying, like, who, who's a person who's like, oh, this is my favorite song? American Beauty, American Psycho. Yeah, I'm not listening to this when you're at the like when you're going to work. I'm gonna put on this song. This song makes no sense for someone to listen to in their free time. It's crazy. I'll 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 say this, and I have to remind myself of this pretty often. Is that there's a lot of music out there, and there's a lot of people out there who like don't have like a scene or a genre that they kind of consider their own. So they just listen to music and they like either like it or they don't. And I think that's who this is for. It's not like they just like they they're like, oh Fall Boy, I I like them. They right. maybe appeal to me for one reason or another and they yeah. buy this record and they like literally just like the sound of the song is good. The sound of the song is not good. <laughs> it's bad. Um this is Patrick's favorite song oh on the record. God, really? Yeah. Uh it samples Motley Cruz uh Too Fast for Love. Have you ever heard that song? No. Do you think you can play it real quick? Yeah. Do you have the 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 Was it too hot for love? Too fast for love. Um I think it's important we listen to this song cuz it's fucking horrible. All right, I'm just going to jump to the middle of it. Yeah. God, Motley Crue sucks. Like who's this for? For me. This is fucking <laughs> kick ass. I'm jump- I'm see if I can find the sample. I think it starts the beginning a little bit. I kind of heard it, and then, yeah, I don't know. I listened to like forty minutes of Motley Crue today just on accident because the song started playing and I didn't stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, Motley Crue. Uh, 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 keen-eared listeners will know that Tommy Lee, who played Satan mm-hmm. during the Young Blood Chronicles, is the drummer for this band. Machine Gun um, Kelly portrayed him on screen. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly was Tommy Lee. I never saw that. Is that that mo- the, the, the dirt the movie? Dirt movie oh, yeah. Okay. You love that movie. It's not bad. You have four copies of it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Did I make that joke? Probably. <laughs> you make those jokes all the time. I can't tell. Um, and then I have a list of uh, bands that have umlauts in their name, like Motley Crue. Hell yeah, bro. This is, is that, the, that good content. Was, Drop it on me. I was teasing that umlaut. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. They have an umlaut? Yeah. Over the O in Oyster. Huh. Uh, Queens, Queensrich? I don't know how to really say this in the name of this band. You, uh, Motorhead? Of course. Um, Spinal Tap famously tried to put in the movie. There's like where they like they 
play around with putting a uh, umlaut over the N. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just like that's not gonna work. Yes, uh, green jelly, which is kind of like a like a psychedelic like parody or not like maybe parody is the wrong one. There's like a weird band. Okay, they're a lot like um like Mr. Bungle kind of. Okay, um and leftover crack, one of your favorite bands. Oh, I love leftover crack. <laughs> yeah, of course. So yeah, that's my little chunk about uh, Motley Crue. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, do you have anything? Okay, so obviously uh, American Beauty, the movie and book, of course, American Psycho, uh-huh. the movie and book. Pete's a big movie guy. This is another kind of literary, more so movie reference. Yeah, I didn't bring it up because it's kind of like pretty obvious. On the nose, yeah. yes. So thank you. Thank you for calling me up for bringing it up then. Yeah, thanks for pointing out obvious things. Well, Captain Obvious. <laughs> All right. So do you want to move to the next song then? Yeah, fuck that song. Or this it's is... my favorite song. Either way. Who knows? Uh, All right. So track three, Centuries. You know it. You love it. It's their biggest fucking hit. I can just see a Marvel Studios character going dramatically <laughs> up steps to fight some nameless villain yeah. right here, and there's a hit. <laughs> Shang-Chi fighting, a, um, I don't know, Darkseid from MODOK. From <laughs> um, I'm going to try and read a number. I have the number like, written down, but okay. it, the number is so big, it doesn't even look like a real number. Like You ever okay. like try to read a number, and it's like so big, you're, you're, like, you're kind of scared to read it? No, but okay. Go on. <laughs> um, okay. I believe that I'm going to... Here we go. Okay. 1 billion, 21 million, 101,244. Did I say that right? I couldn't tell you. I, I zoned out halfway through it. <laughs> That's the amount of plays this song. Really? Has, yeah. So, I, look, 1 billion, 21 million. Um, now, uh, <laughs> 245 uh, with the one play we just did. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess we're we're truly in the minority here. This song is not cheeks. It's actually really good because it's a massive hit. Well, that's the that's the, the discussion that we constantly are having about music. Just because someone listens to it, does people people listening to it does that make it good? And I would argue no. Yeah, but it's subjective. So like maybe we're just the the pedantic assholes. It's objective. My opinions are. Objective. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad that. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. The song's cheeks, but it's not as it's not the worst song on the album. Who knows? Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Uh, this song once again, like, and this is where like Fall Out Boy is getting a little like weird to me, and it's like I'm we're really like it's it's hard for us to 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 to, right. to relate to this. The there again are like six like Swedish guys who wrote this song, and, just, and Joe Troman, you know. So it's such a weird like what genre of music is this? Like you know, like it's not metal. It's not. It's just pop rock, but it's like arena rock, like arena pop rock, I guess. But it's like, what does that mean, though? Like, what are the what are the musical influences of it? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's weird. Well, we know one big influence. Susanna Vega. Of course. Yes, of course. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to go? You want to go into Tom's Diner? I don't want to go into Tom's Diner. I just ate. I'm fine. I found out some crazy. I knew, sure, yeah. Some I knew some it? crazy shit about Tom's Diner, and I found out more shit about Tom's okay, Diner. Okay, yeah. Let, let, drop it. This is the part of the, the podcast where I just talk and Eric listens. Yeah, I'm just, I need this to shut, I need to sit my ass down and listen. <laughs> everyone's favorite part where Eric shuts the fuck up. <laughs> um, so Susanna Vega wrote Tom's Diner in 1981. Just to make it's the mm-hmm. that's the that is uh, uh Tom's yeah Tom's Diner. It's an acapella song that she we listened to it two weeks ago. We were like, oh, it's acapella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just bring it up again. Oh, I'm fucker. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, 
But yeah, the the so the the more famous version is the DNA version. Oh, okay. who's like a like a European DJ or some bullshit, and he makes like the song that has like music to it. Okay. Um, but that's not that is Susanna Vega, but it's like DNA sampling Susanna Vega, just reproducing it. Exactly. Okay. Um, so she was living in the Upper West Side of Manhattan when she wrote this song. Um, and there actually is a real uh uh Tom's Tom. Tom's Diner. Okay. It's called Tom's Restaurant. Oh, okay. Um, do you think you have ever seen this I restaurant? I probably have, yeah, yeah. I guarantee you've seen it probably a million times in your life. Is it the Seinfeld restaurant? It's the Seinfeld oh, restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the, only, well, that's the only restaurant I could think of that's in New York. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I guess maybe it's not that crazy. You should go there when you go to New York. New York, New baby. New York. I'm, I'm going to get a really big salad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They'll love you for that at the bodega. <laughs> yeah. One salad, please. Um... Yeah, and there's some stuff like, like her record label initially didn't want her to release this song. Mm-hmm. She wrote it like seven years before it actually got released. Yeah, um, and again, um, initially got really popular from the DNA like uh, sampling. Right, and then also became even more uh, uh, important and popular. This is the first MP3. Really? What do you mean? <laughs> so a German uh, like I guess scientist. I don't even know what you would call someone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um. Was in the like mid nineties around like nineteen ninety five. Yeah, was working on uh compressing media, compressing audio files. Okay, um, and he tried a couple songs. Like I, I actually don't know what songs he tried, but it it was difficult for him to figure out what he was doing right or wrong because right. there was just too much effect on the audio file. And the one he landed on is Susanna Vega's acapella version because, of Tom Steiner, okay. and is the it is the first MP three to ever exist. Really, um, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's cool, right? You think she's getting royalties off of that? Probably. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, she's probably getting royalty off of being used in like a million pieces of like pop culture. Absolutely. But I don't think the fucking Germans are paying her. Um, <laughs> I have more to go on. Yeah, keep song. going, dude. <laughs> um, a uh, Someone figured out what day she's talking about in the song. Okay. Um, so you're not going to get into Centuries by Fallout. We're just going to talk about <laughs> Suzanne Vega and Tom's Diner. Okay. Well, do we want to talk about yeah, Centuries? Yeah, get into it. No. We don't want to talk about Centuries. That shit sucks. Um, In uh, Tom's Diner, she's talking about sitting at a at the a countertop at a diner, mm-hmm. reading a newspaper about an actor dying of a, like a, like basically drinking himself to death. Okay. Um, And it's raining. Oh, okay. And someone was able to f- take those two clues and figure out that it is... November 18th, 1981 is the uh-huh. day that she's sitting at the diner. Um, there's also other weird, like, uh, he, like the actor died on this, like the, the 16th. Okay. And the New York post posted about oh it God. on the 17th. <laughs> Make you got to shut the fuck up about this fucking song. <laughs> is this not interesting? <laughs> I'm, I'm so hard to like, not just fall asleep right now. <laughs> um, okay. I'll shut the fuck up. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Just go, keep going. No, that's it. It's 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 like uh, uh, Ice Cube's. Uh, uh, it was a good day, and they figured out what day it was because they figured out. What... <laughs> Did that actually happen? Too? Yeah, they figured out what oh, um, what day that happened because like the Lakers beat the the Supersonics. Sonics. Remember the Supersonics? They're coming back, baby. <laughs> anyway, don't don't lead them on like that. They're never getting the Supersonics. They back. might. Oh, there's rumblings. Yeah. Anyway, okay. That's all. Shut the fuck up about. Uh, you, you listen to my solo podcast, Tom's. <laughs> Mix, mix mix Tom's di- Tom's no mix diner no mix Tom's diner like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Um, That's funny. I have a, a tidbit about uh, centuries. Okay, yeah. This was apparently the theme song for the Legends of the Hidden Temple reboot. 
Oh, I read that as well. Uh-huh. That's fucking stupid. The, must, the three episodes they probably aired. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you I think they chose it because they like remember me? History, centuries. centuries? Yeah, probably. That's exactly why they did it. Dude. Um, the think tank at Nickelodeon. <laughs> okay. Well, since I got in trouble for talking you about, no, I'm happy. You did. But give me some more tidbits. No, I don't have anything. I'm not. No, I'm. Now I'm self conscious. I'm not going to. No, say no. Anything. I want to hear some more. Th- give me. Give me one more little morsel. Um. There's an interview where Pete compares Fallout Boy to U2. Oh my god! Basically saying that they're like this is like because Fallout Boy took or uh, U2 took the leap from being kind of like a like smaller band Indie, to yeah. being a massive band, and Pete kind of likens that to to like this is this is where they're jumping the shark and we're gonna be like a massive band. Now. I mean, he's kind of right though. He's 100 percent right, and it's yeah. weird that he's he, he was it's, it's that he weird. had the cognizance to yeah. kind of call that out. Uh huh. That is that's a good point. So, I don't know. Centuries. It's almost like we're stealing a whole idea of a, from another <laughs> podcast. No, we're about not. You too. <laughs> no, don't say that. We're not stealing any fucking ideas. This is an original idea. <laughs> yeah. Original IP owned by Disney. <laughs> I don't, do you have any closing thoughts on, on... Centuries sucks, but it's not the worst song on the album. I'll say that. It's a big, overinflated song. There's nothing even really profound to say about it that isn't like obvious. I'll take one of your jokes. Uh, if you're... If you're not a fan of those big overinflated songs, good good news. You're not going to hear any more of those. <laughs> Next song. All right. This is track four. The song's called The Kids Aren't Alright by the band Fall Out Boy. I can't believe this is the first song to ever have this name. <laughs> I know. I've got a whole thing on that. <laughs> right, but I'm glad we have this. This part sounds like a Bruno Mars song. It's yeah. weird. I don't know. Well, right. they, they, Pete was so inspired when he, when he saw him on the street that one time. Yeah, of course. What do you think? The kids aren't all right. Um, not not a pretty kind of forgettable song. I think this is the best song so far. Do you really? Yeah, that's okay. not saying anything though. That's the thing. <laughs> I disagree, but um, but we'll but we'll 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 get there. Do you have what, what's your what's your offspring chunk? You have you have anything you want to say about offspring? Is that is there an offspring song called "The Kids yeah, Are"? There, or is yeah. that "The Kids Are Alt Right"? Is that the off- no. what's that song? There's a, I was gonna bring that up too. Yeah, oh, there's okay. A, there's a, a bad religion song called "The Kids Are Alt Right." Right. Yes. Um, it's kind of a funny song. That is a funny name for a song. Yeah, we like bad religion. I'm not. A, I'm. I never really gave him the chance. Yes. Thank you for not being a poser. Sorry. Um. Yeah. But so famously, there's a, there's an offspring song called "The Kids Aren't All." The kids aren't all right. It's probably mm-hmm. the biggest offspring song. If oh, you're, really? Like, being honest. Like, pretty fly for a white guy. Not. It's not. <laughs> it's it's pretty fly for a white guy is a horrible song. That's a great song. <laughs> uh, pretty fly for a rabbi. Now that's, Ooh, that's a song. A good I song. <laughs> um, true artist. I don't know anything else. What 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 do you what do you? It, well, I'm I'm saying you like the song so much. I'm, fucking. Well, here's my thing. So. This is the first song out of these these four that we've listened to so, so far. This is the only time where it feels like it's an actual, like, they went into it saying, hey, we're going to make this song. How do we just start from an actual, write a whole complete thought? Not just like, hey, I've got this catchy hook. Let's figure out how to make a song out of that hook. It actually feels like a, they tried to make a complete idea. Okay. I respect your opinion. Um, another thing was... It's just, it's, yeah, it's The Kids Aren't All Right is the original song that, that first came out with that title. Yes. It's a song by the, the band The Who. Yes, I also have that written down. In 66. Uh, do you want to get into that then? I don't have much to say about it. It's a good song. Yeah, it just, it's sort of like that and then like My Generation by The Beatles, like that kind of started the whole like mod movement. Yes, My Generation is by The Who. You said by, My Generation by The Beatles. Oh, I'm thinking, that's not, that, that's The Who? Yes. That talking about my, yes. really? Oh shit, I thought that was The Beatles. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, Who? sorry, I'm not fucking 90 years old, all right? <laughs> you wouldn't tell from all the fucking Jay Leno conversations we're having. Um, you what, Beatle? <laughs> I'm gonna let's talk about a lyric in the song stuck in a jet wash a bad trip I can't uh, get off a jet wash you know what that is Mm-mm. it's like a something that happens when like you're flying a plane I'm sure Adrian is like oh, I know coming right now <laughs> I know what happens in a plane um, uh, but a jet wash is what killed goose in uh, oh, no. in Top Gun spoilers Top Gun. spoilers for uh, for this Top Gun 40 year old movie <laughs> um, so rest in peace Did you watch the new Top Gun I did yeah is it good yeah I didn't watch it um, I, I, I'm not as passionate about it as some people, Gabby right. and Derek. Um, well, they but, love the military <laughs> industrial complex, <laughs> but I was, I was, I was very, it was certainly entertaining, but I, once I stopped seeing it with my eyes, I forgot it ever existed. Oh, well, <laughs> it's like that, they got that dork from Whiplash to be goose, <laughs> right? Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers friend, right? What's his name? I don't know. Uh, oh, some weird actor who's like an anti-faxer or something. I don't know. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Um, this song gives me pumped up kicks vibes. Do you get that at all? No, I get Bruno Mars. Uh, when I see that, that uh, when I see your that face. song, yes. Um, it's a disgusting amalgamation between those two songs. <laughs> an unholy bur- <laughs> an unholy alliance. Um, there's another lyric I want to get into. And with black banners raised as the crooked smiles fade, former heroes who quit too late. Um, on the website Genius, there is an annotation for this from Pete. Um, user P wins. User Pete wins. Um, so apparently, uh, Pete says that this is a reference to uh, the Batman book, Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader? I don't know. I don't read comics. (laughs) This is a Batman what if where at Bruce Wayne's funeral, um, we find out that Alfred was the Joker. It's a what What? if. It's (laughs) not canon. It's a what if. All right. Um, But apparently this was uh, the idea of Alfred being Joker was apparently at least a little bit of. World's greatest detective. He never picked up on it. Every time the Joker's around, I don't I can't hear from Alfred. It's a Neil Gaiman book. And I want to be like. Is it Neil Gaiman? Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, What year? I don't have it. It's like Neil Gaiman's like Coke years. <laughs> well, shout out to Louie. Uh, let us know if you it, Beetle. if you have if you own this book. I'm sure he probably just has the book. Of course. Um, but it sounds horrible. I'm telling you, I, I told you this a couple episodes ago. Like I'm getting a lot of those recap like shorts from YouTube where just they recap like Batman stories and comic stories in mm-hmm. general. Comics are fucking bad. <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> There's probably a lot more bad comics than there are good comics. Yeah. But you can say that about just about every media. Like podcasts, not Boy albums, for example. No, that, yeah, that's <laughs> There's definitely more bad podcasts than there are good podcasts. I guess that's true. That's why we get so many listeners because we're one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're one of the good ones. <laughs> um, so yeah, you. I mean, look, uh, I want. I'm just gonna apologize here. Like we're what four songs in, and yeah. I'm not. We're not talking about Fall Boy at all. I'm just we basically <laughs> we talking about Pete. We talking about Pete. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but I'm just referencing like the pop culture things that like surround. You're adding context to the whole thing. You're enriching the experience for our listeners. So I am the contexter. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a thing. <laughs> Any final thoughts on the kids are or are not or are alt right? Whatever the name of the it's, song. It's it's the best song thus far. I disagree firmly. Okay. Well, that's okay. <laughs> We're not here to agree with each other because no one wants to hear fucking two guys just, you know, beating each other off about music. Well. Well. <laughs> Next song. Uma Thurman, track five. You know this song. This mm-hmm. song slaps. Would you believe this is only the second biggest song on this record? I couldn't, bro. I hate <laughs> I used to hate this. 
I used to hate this song with a fucking passion. I used to hate it too. Yeah. Uh, currently used at to. you. <laughs> yeah. Now you love it. Uh, sitting right now as of Jan or July 11th, 280 million streams. Nice. The second biggest song, but or no? Oh my god, this is the fourth biggest, the third biggest song. Really? Yeah. What is it? Is it Immortals? Immortals is bigger. Yeah, we'll get into that. All I know. Right. I, we know why Immortals. Not is. to wet your whistle a little bit. <laughs> Not to spit in your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, Uma Thurman. Any thoughts? You ever been bricked up over the old Um Dog? No, I don't think so. Okay. I never was like. That's a hot woman. I mean, what, I'm, okay, you know, what, I'm not gonna judge. I don't. I'm not gonna judge women on their appearances. Yeah, you're not like the guy who sees women walking down the street, and be like, yeah, check out that chick. Ooh la la. <laughs> uh, do you think they ever call her Umlot Thurman? <laughs> no. You're listening to the Umlot podcast. Um, Uma Thurman was married to Gary Oldman for two years. Was she really? Yeah. From ninety 90- before Ethan Hawke. Yep. From oh, ninety to ninety two. Um. Yeah, that's cool, right? That is cool. Any thoughts on the actual song itself before I go on a massive tra- tangent? No, 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 no. Around I, the pop culture, right? Of, of course. I I hated the song initially when I when it was pumped into my ears against my will. Um, I think the video made it better. Like I didn't mind it anymore. Sort of like a kind of like the video. Yeah, the video is fun. We love to see the boys kind of be silly. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. But we're okay with it. Could have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it's. I mean, the song sucks. I, 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 you lied to me. You said that this was better than fucking young, uh, fucking save rock and roll. It is. You are dead wrong, it sir. Is. Um, again, we, we have to point out, like, it's unfair for us to judge some of these records, although we both do it at times. I'm yes. not trying to get on my high horse by saying this. Okay. I'm just, we're both guilty of this. Yes. We can't judge these records on compared to take this to your grave. That's they're not the take your take this to your grave is done. They're that's not gone. ever. They're, they're never going to release records like that again. Yes, we have to let true. it go. I'm I let it go. I'm not mad. It's 2015. They released records like American Beauty, American Psycho, and we have to judge them for like what it is and what they're trying to accomplish. I will say uh-huh. this is a pretty catchy like for a big dumb pop song. It's pretty catchy. Yeah, like it's it's. Can you separate like your hatred I'm, for it for the, to the, just knowledge how catchy? I, I I have done that. Mm-hmm. I feel like before, if you had asked me, step one years ago, it would have been much worse. But now I'm just like it's like it's one of the ones that does get stuck in my head a little bit, and I'm not mad at it for that. It's mm-hmm. I'm you know I know there are worse songs on this album. I want to be mad at it more than I am, and I'm just like they're yeah. just a catchy song. They're just boys having fun, and we love those boys. <laughs> um, yeah. Any thoughts on the monsters? I hate. Th- oh, oh, that's funny that you say that because one of my notes is uh, Munsters versus the Adams Family. What do you? Oh yeah. What team are you on? <laughs> do you remember when uh, Nick at Night did this? Like in like 1996. Yeah. Did you call in? Oh no no no! I never did. I know they, they had the promotion where yeah. like you would call in and vote on which one you like more. Which well, which one do you like? I think I think it's the Munsters. Honestly, I, I know I know for a fact it's the Munsters because like the Adams Family just sort of like they're like it's macabre and I get that, but it's like. It's a little, tr- it's a little cringy, right? Yeah. It's, At it's, least with the monsters, you know they're just fucking dicking around. Yeah, it's very like that's a great way to put it. It's like the the Adams family is such a a silly concept, and it t- like takes itself weirdly seriously. Yes. At times with like the tone, and I'm like, it's not, it's not a look. I I'm fine. I don't I don't want the Adams family stands coming after me. <laughs> oh yeah, the eighty year old Adams family <laughs> stands. Well, you know, you know, it started off as a New Yorker comic. Oh really? That's why it's sort of pre- pretentious and up its ass. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right? You love The New Yorker. I, yo, yeah, me. I never miss an issue. But The Munsters is like a lot, it's like basically just like a, like a sitcom. Yeah, like exactly. Like they get into like real life situations, only they're like monsters. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's great. It's funny. Yeah, um, so it's yeah a good we're show. definitely, um, definitely more Munsters people. Um, I have a couple, uh, I, I read a couple like, um, newspaper articles from the 90s talking about The Munsters. When oh, really? It, when they, when they, uh, brought it back on to Nick at Night. Um, Pretty interesting stuff. I'm gonna read you. Uh, uh, on Mondays, uh, Nick and uh, Nick and Knight would just play six episodes of the Munsters back to back. That's cr- a three hour block of the Munsters. So I'm gonna read to you some of the descriptions of these episodes. Sure. Um, and we'll we'll talk about Follow Boy right after this. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, 8 p.m. Eddie grows a beard after drinking Grandpa's magic milkshake. <laughs> I remember that episode. Yeah, Eddie is the son. Eddie Munster. Yeah, yes. he's like, what is he like? A werewolf? he's a little vampire. Oh yeah, he's whatever. Same fucking. The thing. Grandpa's a vampire as well. Uh, they're all fucking vampires. No, Herman is a he's a Frankenstein. <laughs> what is Lily then? She's a which one's Lily? The mom. The, she's like the a matriarch she's Elvira. Okay. You know, she's like a. What's the the one from the Adam's They're the same person, essentially. 8.30, Grandpa turns into a bat so Eddie can take him to the school pet fair, only to have Eddie trade him for a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, 9 o'clock, Herman and Grandpa are mistaken for bank robbers. 9.30, Herman takes dance lessons at a crooked dance school. Don Rickles and Joyce Ooh, Jameson guest. Don Rickles? <laughs> uh, Herman becomes a mail-order detective. Lily thinks he's having an affair. <laughs> Uh, Lily tosses Herman out of the house after he stays out too late at an office party. It's weird that, like, Herman was, like, it's funny that they played him as, like, kind of a feminine. Like, he's always kind of, like, with his hands <laughs> up like that. He's also supposed to be, like, a was, like, he was supposed to be, like, a super genius, too. But, like. Is he? he but he's not. I think that's, I don't know if that's part of the canon. Oh. But he's supposed to, like, he's supposed to be really smart. I think something went, something went obviously wrong. You know the the guy who, you know, Herman is the uh, the actor who played the tin man from wizard of oz i think oh i didn't know that yeah i think interesting old hollywood for you <laughs> um great show needless to say this song is about nothing at all like what like what is uma thurman the song what is it even about well you're dancing like uma thurman like you're in pulp fiction just because you, you can't say that she wants to dance like uma thurman do you get it just because there are lyrics in a song that say something that isn't what the song is about the song has to be about something. This song is about nothing. It is a bunch of like. It's a guy who will move mountains and work a miracle, <laughs> so he can fuck this girl who's dancing <laughs> like Uma Thurman. Uh, pardon me. You are correct. Yeah. Right. Um. Great so, song. Uh, the history of this song. Yeah. Was not. You know, this song was not initially about uh, Uma Thurman at all. No. They were playing around, and they they came up with this kind of song. There was kind of a rough draft of this, and they did the mon- the monsters. Oh um, God. Like sample, like so they started thing. with that. They're like, "Oh, this is a good idea." The starting point was the monsters. Oh my god! And someone, one of their roadies, one of their like Fall Out Boy's little jack off friends, came in and said, "Oh, this sounds like Quentin Tarantino." Oh, yeah. And then that, like, that's how it snowballed into a song about Uma Thurman. That's crazy. That that, <laughs> that like that train of thought where it's like some dickhead who's probably high on marijuana is just like, "Oh, I've got this." It sounds like a movie from Quentin Tarantino. And then five millionaires in a room were like, let's figure out how you put this song yeah. to make it really bad. And then they just made millions and millions of dollars more off of it. Good for them. America. I, I wish someone would walk in right now who's super stoned and start giving us great ideas. You're, you're sitting down with them right now, yeah. buddy. <laughs> uh, Quentin Tarantino. Timo. Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Any thoughts on him? 
Uh, I think he says the N-word way too many times in his movies <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, for no reason at all. Quentin Tarantino is a guy who just really wanted to say the N-word. And so he, he built was, a whole career off <laughs> He was like, I'll be, I'm going to start making movies so I have the pass. That's, so <laughs> that's crazy that essentially that's what happened. Yeah. And oh, also, like my two, my two favorite things, saying the N-word and loving feet. Uh, how can I make a business out of this? <laughs> how do I make millions and millions of dollars <laughs> off of it? Do you have a favorite Quentin Tino movie or anything like that? Yeah, I think for the longest time it was Kill Bill Volume 2. Mm. Um, Classic film. I think now it's just, um, I think it's just, what's it called? Pulp Fiction. I think it's just the best one. Okay. I don't know, what about you? Classic. I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen that yet. That's like why his I, newest one. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I've seen the end, though, where Brad Pitt kills all this fucking uh, <laughs> Manson Manson family people. They eat mac and cheese in it. I just I always say I love blue box mac and cheese. And they you eat. just clocked it. Into yeah, <laughs> I was I, this movie's going to be in my brain for the rest of my life. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I have a weird chunk about Uma Thurman being in this movie called Henry and June, but I think I'm just going to scrap it. Oh, OK. I mean, do you know that they, they brought this song to Uma Thurman and they're like, hey, listen to our song. We want to use you in it. Mm-hmm. If we want to use your name for it. And she listened to the song and was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I would just be like, no, this song is ass. Yeah. Apparently she says that she was a fan of the band, which I'm sure she decided in that moment. Oh, now I'm a fan. Right, right. Um, but but yeah. to be fair, though, if, if they were like, hey, we want to call this song Mick. <laughs> tell that Mickey you just made our, our list of things to do today. And I, they played this song. Would you still be like, all right, boys, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It is kind of crazy. We've never talked about it until this moment. I did. They did come to me. Oh, when okay. they wrote that song. And I was like, yes, you can go ahead. You were in middle school. <laughs> You're like, okay. I was in high school. You were like, <laughs> that was 2003. Well, maybe if they wrote it in 2002, I would have been in eighth grade. Yeah. But the song came out while I was in high school. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But dude, who doesn't? Who, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, if the boys came to you, if they could give me a refried dog shirt. And, and they say, we're going to name this Eric Tillman. I'd be like, yeah, boys, whatever the fuck. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Please be on my podcast. Well, speaking of refried dog turd, that was Uma Thurman by the band Fall Out Boy. Okay, do you want to get right into track six? Yeah. Are we on track six already? We're on track Boy, six. Boy, we're flying. <laughs> yeah, we've only been recording for 30 or 45 minutes. <laughs> All right. This is track six, Jetpack Blues. Jetpack Blues. What do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, 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 a assumption here. Okay. I think you and I are looking for different things in this record. Okay. Do you like this song? I will tell you that it's one of my the better songs I like. I think you are you and I'm not saying you're either one right, of us yeah, are wrong. Yeah. I see right. what you're saying. I think I appreciate the big dumb catchy songs i could i kind of felt that way too because to me it's a, it's if, if anything else it's just not boring right and you i'm are, looking for that pop stuff like fucking <laughs> save rock and roll it's, you're like you are so annoyed by the big pop songs yeah you gravitate towards the songs that are a little bit like reeled in because like they at least feel like an actual song you are absolutely correct yes um so yeah that's how i this song so is you just, don't like jetpack blues dude, it's just these songs they start to get so dull to me even oh the whole album is dull yes even absolutely. if they're like fine songs i'm mm-hmm. just like oh man it's like it, it the songs are so unforgettable, it turns into the same song. It's like, I no, feel like I've, heard, like I've heard this song like five times. You were like, preaching to the fucking choir. Dude, like I was going to say, you can you can jump around. I could not tell you a single song on this album. There was a song coming up here. I don't remember which one it is, obviously. I listened to it twice because I didn't realize that I had already listened to yeah. it. No, they, they all kind of bleed together. Absolutely. Um, 
It's not good. It's not. It's it's. I, I mean, uh, listeners and guests of this podcast, please reach out if you if like if we are totally wrong here. Uh huh. If the songs other than Centuries, Uma Thurman, like those are the two really really big, the big ones, ones yeah. and I guess American Beauty. Mm. To me, every other song just kind of mixes in. I it, get that. Yeah, it feels just like same songish. Yeah, but um, they mentioned Judy Jetson, like you back a uh, rocket backpack, just like Judy Judy Jetson. Do you get that? I did not get that. I actually have it's Judy Garland. I, <laughs> Why would you think it's Judy Garland? Well, Judy Garland is who plays um, uh, Alice yes. in The Wizard of Oz, right? But, she, but she's never <laughs> flying on a jetpack in The Wizard of Oz. Um, yeah, man. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You got me on that one. I guess I do. <laughs> got you dead to rights there. It's like that. You ever see that meme where it's the guy who catfishes the other guy? I love like, that fucking... You got me there. <laughs> hey, maybe you're right. I love that fucking... Yes. That's one of my favorite internet videos. Um, yeah. So it probably does make more sense that it's uh, Judy Jetson. So okay, so tell me if I'm wrong here. I feel like the uh, the the verses and like the intro, it's very like modern country ish. It sounds like a it's a kind of twangy, and Patrick's got kind of like a little drawl in his voice. And then the choruses sound like a fucking boy band song. Yeah, though it's definitely on the chorus. I didn't really get that modern country sound that you're talking about, but now I hear it. I guess I can. I hear got it. that jetpack blues. Like it's, it's just weird. Oh yeah. When you say it, like when you yeah. sing it like that. Well, yeah. when I do it like a stereotypical southerner. <laughs> yeah. You sing any any song like your Hank Williams. Got I'm like jetpack blues. <laughs> if you sing fucking piano man like Hank Williams and say it's a country song, I'm like, well, I, <laughs> make a good point. Maybe you're right. Billy Joel was kind of going <laughs> in a little country direction there. A lot of good feedback on our Billy Joel episode. By oh, the way, they loved it. They oh, they ate it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were just <laughs> delicious. I just saw the like the the my zeros being added onto the end of my bank account oh, after yeah. after the <laughs> following the other zeros. <laughs> <laughs> zeros in the front of the number. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I I remember I remember dropping this into the Discord. And then nobody replying to it. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Yeah, Get like, the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, you're banned for an hour. We're all 17. You're 42. <laughs> Quit hanging out in our Discord. Yeah, they, they, they kicked me out of the Minecraft server, bro. <laughs> Have you ever been kicked out of a Minecraft server? No, but I started playing Minecraft again. Did you really? I did, like two days ago. Like I just turned it on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll play. I'll dig around for a little bit in Minecraft. It was nice. You want to get on a little server? Sure. Okay. Uh, send, uh, make sure to post a video of your Minecraft house. It's going to look like cheeks, dude. <laughs> Anything else about this song? No, I just thought it was like, it's it's like I said, it, like you said, it's, I'm looking for different things. And this is, I was like, okay, this is at least not terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, people with jetpacks. Yes. James mm-hmm. Bond. Yeah. I, I don't have him written down because he's not kind of like famous for having uh, a jetpack. He absolutely is. He's, uh, James Bond yeah, is he's like, famous yeah. for having a... No! Yeah, what are you talking about? He gets like five jetpacks. Okay, but there's... What is there? Like 40 James Bond books? And how many of them does he have jetpacks in? Like half. Okay. Then he's not famous for having a jetpack. <laughs> it's always like shaking out stirred and he's on a jetpack. Listeners, uh, write in. How how often do you need to be on a jetpack to be, to be synonymous with being a jetpacker? I'm gonna read you off now. I'm gonna read you off a list of people who have jetpacks. These aren't people who are fucking jetpack casuals, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay. These are actual jetpackers. Let's hear it. Uh, Boba Fett. Oh, true. It Boba? was his downfall, though. Yes, it was. It was his downfall. Uh, yeah, Luke hit him with that stick, and he just <laughs> flew into the side of that wall, never to be heard from again. Um, this is a kind of a weird one. I want your thought of sure. it. Astro Boy. He's got jet in his feet. Is that a, is that not a pack? That's not a jetpack. Those are jet feet. I'm fine with that. Stricken from the record. We'll take it. Diddy Kong. Oh, absolutely. 
Well, maybe this is maybe maybe you are right. Diddy Kong doesn't always have the jetpack. It's not like. Part but of I his... think about it though. In uh-huh. Smash, he does absolutely. Undeniably, the Rocketeer. Oh, the famous for Pro- the jetpack. Probably the most famous jetpacker we've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Detective Comics, uh, Adam Strange is also a jetpacked. Uh, do you know who Adam Strange is? No, I'm not a fucking dork. What do you, Adam Strange? That's Eric, you're Dr. wearing a fucking berserk shirt. Oh, that's you true. have bizar- you have anime shit all over you the fucking room. Don't- all right, I guess I am a dork. All right, who is this guy? Adam Warlock? What? <laughs> yeah, he's um, a combination between Adam Strange and and Adam Warlock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not entirely, to be completely honest, I don't know if I know a lot about Adam Strange. Okay. I just know I recognize him as like, oh yeah, that's Adam Strange. And I don't know what else is, he does. Is he Doctor Strange's like baby or something? Doctor Strange? Yeah. Is, is he Stephen Strange's like dad? No, this is DC Comics, oh, Eric. Oh, okay. You fucking nerd. You didn't specify. I'm sorry. I, I did. To... Rewind it. I said Detective Comics, Adam oh, Strange. Oh, we call him Detective Comics. Trying to fill in uh, airtime. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast isn't going <laughs> long enough. Detective <laughs> Comics. Yeah, speaking of that, do you want to slow down and talk about something completely unrelated for a little bit I would to make this to. podcast go even yeah, longer? Yeah, I want it to be like three hour mark. <laughs> Um, what song are we even talking about? Jetpack, Jetpack Blues. Blues yeah. uh, boring ass song. Next song. Let's keep going. All right. Novocaine, track seven by the band Fallout Boy. Novocaine. Take the lead. What do you got? Did you take Novocaine when you were getting your, your dental work done? They don't tell you what you're what they're giving you. Okay. They're just like, like they, they were, we're going to numb this. But I got to assume, right? Right. Unless there was just like a little. Like, <laughs> so do you ever like. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Do you ever like um, take like Coke and just like rub it on your gums? I've never touched cocaine in my life. Okay. We'll work on it. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway. Did you, okay. So um, once again. Listener Esben uh, from Denmark let us know that this song was originally supposed to be on Save Rock and Roll. Mm. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, apparently it was on. It was supposed to be on Save Rock and Roll. They, for whatever reason, they just decided not to put it on. I think it's because this song feels a lot like Phoenix. Yeah, it does. It feels like Phoenix, yeah. right? That like dum dum, you know, like that. Um, so I think that's probably why they just chose not to double up. And you know, you kind of have to have phoenix on your album your comeback album yeah, so yeah. they just kind of chopped it hey thanks for the the the, the knowledge esben yeah appreciate you buddy next time next time he like uh tells us something that we don't know i'm just gonna like present it as if i already knew that and then oh, not okay. reference we them. should start doing that with all of our <laughs> listeners uh another thing uh the song novocaine by frank ocean's much better oh yeah this song sucks uh the song uh cocaine by lou reed oh yeah good song yeah <laughs> You like uh, Lou Reed? You ever go through like a Lou Reed phase? Nah, not really. You know those like Velvet Underground. If you, when you run into these people who like love the Velvet Underground, oh, it's, it's like they 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 know they're better than you. There's, or at least that's, they, how, that's yeah. how they talk to you. you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. So I'm, it's never been my. I, I listen. I listen to Velvet Underground and Lou Reed quietly with a with a blanket pulled over my head <laughs> in a dark room, just so no one knows about it. What about Nico? You like Nico? I'd say I probably like Nico more than than. Yeah, 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 for sure. Pleasant voice. Oh yeah, truly. One of the great orators of uh, of music. <laughs> um, on a more serious note, apparently uh, the uh, Trayvon Martin was a big uh, inspiration for this. Song. Oh, really? well, that's they get political again. Yeah, doesn't really come through a lot in the message of this song, so it doesn't do you a lot of good to like kind of 
I'm not trying to deep dive. I mean, I guess we're, this is our job to deep dive into Fall Out Boy songs, mm-hmm. but no normal person is doing that. Of course. When you, again, if you're just some um, Joe Schmo and you buy this record, yeah. you're you're not getting like uh, Trayvon Martin like vibes off, no. off this or like uh, like uh, police corruption. So uh, look, if the, if that's their goal, like I don't, if their goal is to raise awareness about that, they probably failed. But I don't really get the th- the vibe they were trying to do that. I think that's just privately, this is something that like. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess that's so. It's yeah, you're not gonna get everybody to kind of think about whatever deeper meaning you have, but mm-hmm. the people that like the song, if it's a popular song, you'll have a lot of people looking into it. What is the message of our podcast? Like, what are we trying to bring awareness about? Uh, people have dicks and they fart. <laughs> that's that's what we're trying to bring to a notice about our show. I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. I don't know well, why when you said that. Like, I got like a weird like tingly feeling in my throat because you're like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, or, or it might have been a dick in my throat. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, Pete also has another quote. Uh, this song is about uh, corruption within the police and the idea that we can no longer trust a system that is meant to protect us. Based. Absolutely based, Peter. Thank you. Uh, sizzling hot take. We appreciate you. I will tell you that this um, relatively boring song moved up the ranks for me once I found out that it was like about like uh, how much the cops suck. Well, yeah. The cops are only there. They're not there to protect you. They've actually gone to court to say that they are not required to protect you. Mm-hmm. They protect capital. And that's it. Uh, social control and protection of property. Exactly. Um, Patrick also, uh, an actual commentary on the song. Patrick, again, does the weird deep voice thing. Uh-huh. Where you got a dog. Uh, hey there, partner. Uh, <laughs> uh, get a dog, little longy. Um, any, you want to you tie a bow on this song? No, uh, I mean, the police have a monopoly on violence in our state, uh, in the state of the United States. So, um, yeah, anyways, that's it. Novocaine. Okay, song. It's all right. Yeah. Slightly more interesting than some of the other songs. I'm kicking myself because the next track, 4th of July, I didn't post anything on our Instagram about 4th of July with this oh, yeah. song. We'll just post it now. Yeah. You want to yeah. take a break and just... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll think of a banger, <laughs> a banger thread post. Mm-hmm. All right. 4th of July. Once again, I, I can't tell you what song this is. Like, when it gets to this part of the song, mm-hmm. every fucking song in this album is like It's that. a real issue, man. Like, it, it, the, these, they all they have the same kind of, like, drum part. Yeah, absolutely. That's how drums sound. Yeah. You've done this before. Yeah. What is this song about? Um, It's like, I had it written down. Check your notes, then, asshole. check my notes. Why do you take notes if you're not going to read them? I guess that's true. Um... It's like unrequited love, like I, I, like a somebody you might have broken up with, or you know maybe no longer with anymore. Sort of like the having to have them in your life as a, a normal person, not like a lover. What if I told you that this that you're right? That is what this song is about, right? And it's written from Pete's perspective. It's about Ashley Simpson. And you know maybe in 2005 you're on tour with a certain band. Oh my god! And you're you're having your like a like a like a Fourth of July barbecue and. A certain bass player from the band that you're touring with, you guys are starting to really like connect. And oh my god! Maybe a little confusing. Like you know, you don't know. You're really... talking about Mikey Way. <laughs> I am talking about Mikey Way. I will say I've seen a couple people online say that they believe this song is about Mikey. Ten years after the 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 goings on yeah. of that summer, that Pete is uh, still the wet hot American summer. <laughs> I will tell you, I found no solid evidence that. that... But did you see Mikey was? Playing bass with the boys on We yet? should talk about it. We should be talking about it. That, like, like they're yeah. on tour right now and there's lots of interesting stuff going on. Yeah. 
They've got um, that weird giant dog head. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's cool. Yeah, they talk to the dog, they pet the dog. Yeah. They've got um, a weird eight ball. Do you see any of that stuff? Oh, the eight ball stuff is great. Oh, you like that? Yeah, I haven't seen like, anything besides a big eight ball. The eight ball is supposed to be it represents it's like supposed to be they're playing a random song. Oh okay. they obviously know what song they're right. gonna play. But they played they played goddamn sending uh postcards from a plane crash like Ooh. like a couple days ago. That's dope. That's insane. I love that. That well, I have noticed a lot of Instagram posts where they talk about like shows and they, they have to post like what songs were played. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. I didn't know that that's how they were doing it. There's a person on Twitter or TikTok. I can't even tell anymore. Uh-huh. All the social or it's threads. Yeah. Who knows? They're all just blending into each other. I'll try and find this person who's keeping track of every Magic 8 Ball song. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll give them a shout out. Have them on the podcast. Yeah, know? get them on there. But you know, they probably hadn't played sending postcards since, since Cork Tree came out. Probably. That, they probably like, that was like one of the first songs to get pushed out of their like. Probably a rotation. So. Yeah. That's also probably my favorite Fall Out Boy song, so that's why I'm bringing it up. Check the list. Um, so yeah, back to th- this. This song, a lot of people think it's about uh, Mikey. I, I I don't know. Again, uh, right. a, astute Fall Out Boy fans, write in. Let us know if you what you think this song is about. It also people think it's about Patrick's mental health. Okay. Um, or it might literally be just about like a ambiguous meeting of someone and comparing the sparks. The mm-hmm. emotional sparks you have with them to fireworks. Oh, that's right. You were fireworks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, you like the song? No. No? Okay. I don't hate it. You don't hate I it? I don't like it. I don't hate it. It's just, again, it's like, it's really hard to have opinions on these songs because they're just kind of so generic. They're so just... Right. I don't know. It's it's truly background music. And yes. I'm sorry that we have to, like, I don't want to... I, I know we went into this being like, hey, we're not going to talk shit mm-hmm. about all these albums. This is kind of an egregious, an egregious moment of like just bad songwriting <laughs> and crafting. I was so, I, like, I was so bad. I was like, I got to go to Mania after this and just listen to a couple songs from Mania to make sure I'm not losing my fucking mind. I'm not just, I'm in a moment and that I'm not, I can't listen to good songs. There are songs on Mania. I was like, oh, this is fine. Oh, so wow. this is like this. It's this album. Okay, you're doing you. Are you doing what I did to you, where I told you this song, this record is good, and that Mania actually sucks, and I'm going to be pissed off? Maybe. <laughs> Eagle-eared listeners have to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Fourth of July. It's fine. I, you know, it's just dumb arena rock. Did you? Do you want to go to anything else about it? Do you have anything else for it? Oh, I have a bunch of. Oh yeah, get into uh, it. Ancillary things, semi-related to this song that we can go on tangents sure. about. This song samples a song called. Uh, Lost it to trying by a band called Sun Lux. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they, yeah. We talked about them as one of the uh, producers for, or the what are they called? The samples. Oh, did we? We in the production episode. We did. Okay, maybe we already talked about this. Now I'm scared. I'm okay. Gonna talk, so this the Sun Lux are like a like experimental indie band from New York. Okay. Um, you probably wouldn't know them from anything other than being the band that did the score. For everything, everywhere, and all at the oh, same really? time. Yeah. All at once. <laughs> yeah. Everything, everywhere. That's crazy that they. Did that like this is years after they probably had a hit. Yeah, well, they they apparently have been like pretty active. Oh, okay. Um, like making music, uh, on their under their own like uh, uh umbrella, and then doing some like scores for like a decent movies. Okay. I actually don't have the other movies I did like written down. Yeah. Um, but uh, because we don't need more content. In no. This but yeah, that's uh, th- this band does. Did you like that movie? I never saw it. Oh, it's pretty good. What do you give it out of ten? How many Eric's out of ten do you give it? It made me cry, so I would say it was like an like an eight. Everything makes you cry. That is true. I, I was okay. I'm not gonna get into it. I'm always <laughs> crying at work. Hey, normalize men crying. Yeah, you should normalize men crying. I cry all the time. Do you? Yeah. You've never cried at one ever. <laughs> I cried during the Mario movie. Oh, well, oh we both di- cried during um 
that first Star Wars reboot movie. Uh, we both cried. The Phantom Menace? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, when Obi-Wan shows up. No, we. Uh, I think we, we both had a moment where we, uh, when the Disney ones came out, where like the TIE fighters and the, the, the X-Wings kind of like swooped in. And it was like, oh, this is Star Wars. I kind of had like a moment. And I think we we talked about it where like you had that moment too. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. A couple years later, we were watching the third of the Disney movies. Like, this just being like, dog this is shit. the worst movie I've ever seen. It is crazy how they kind of just <laughs> took guaranteed money and shat it all away. Shat. Shat. Kiss, arse. Kiss me arse. <laughs> arse. <laughs> we should watch that match. Once this is okay, done, yeah, I want to yeah. find that match. And um, I will say, uh, we, okay. Fallout Boy loyalists. Mm-hmm. When you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not very happy with us right now. We're just like you. I think this record has like decent moments. I uh I, oh okay. Um, I wish I had known how much uh, you love me. I wish I cared enough to know. I'm sorry. Every song's about you. Uh, the torture of small talk with someone you used to used to love. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't feel incredibly vapid to me it feels like there's something behind that right, i feel right. like there are moments in this record not uma thurman not centuries that like there are there's sincerity there's behind real, this record yeah. it just doesn't i acknowledge that but this doesn't come out very well so i i, I appreciate i acknowledge but mm-hmm. i have to be critical of the sounds that i'm hearing that's fair i mean i guess you could, you could still credit pete for being it like pete's not a bad songwriter of course not He's not. He's clever. And that is a clever and sort of deep, like, that's something you get off of, like, a Saddle Creek release, you mm-hmm. know? But, you know, it, anyway. when you surround it with this vapid shit, it all kind of just becomes vapid shit, you yeah. know? You said it, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. All right. How many more songs have we got? We have three more. Okay. All right. So this is track nine, favorite record by the band Fallout Boy. I know I'm not your favorite record. <laughs> Eric, of course you are. But the songs you grow to like never stick at first. Um, yeah. It's kind of... That's okay. That's not a bad song. Uh, there's some quotes about what this song is about. They kind of uh-huh. It's supposed to be about like their fans, apparently, and people who stuck with them. Uh-huh. Um, another Pete quote where he's talking about how the, the, the live journal and there's a FOBrocks.com. People who stuck with them like way back when. Yeah. The, so I kind of have... People like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like I have this as like a spiritual successor to Grenade Jumper. Okay. Like, you know, um, but... Once you get into the lyrics, it's like, uh, there's not really, like, there's not right. a lot of references to... Um, Dancing to Rancid and, and Danzig? <laughs> I did love that. You like that? Oh, I, okay. do, I do love Rancid. What's your favorite Rancid song? Do you, do you I'm name? not a Rancid fan. <laughs> you, you're, I'm so much more fucking punk rock than you, dude. Yeah, how many, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guess what? You are. I'm not a fucking dork. <laughs> I like Taylor Swift, and I like, I don't know, I am a fucking dork. Uh, this song has like uh, "Black or White" by Michael Jackson vibes. Do you hear that? So that I didn't before, but now that you say it, I I am hearing it. Um, that's about it, man. Michael Jackson, man, one of the greats. <laughs> your personal hero, right next to your big berserk poster, you have your Michael Jackson poster. <laughs> um, but it's him hanging a blanket off of that balcony. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, blanket on a blanket. Yeah. Blanket okay, in a blanket. Did I tell you about that fucking wrestling? Okay. So in downtown Las Vegas, there's a, I don't know what wrestling promotion it is, but there's a indie wrestling promotion that uh, 
ran a show in the middle of Neonopolis, which is like a little shopping center here in mm-hmm. downtown Las Vegas, off of Fremont Street. And one of the wrestlers is a Michael Jackson impersonator. And one of his finishers was he got onto the uh, the second floor, the second story where the top of Jillian's <laughs> is, and he hung a doll off of that balcony, and it did an elbow drop onto the guy below. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's amazing. It was fucking sick, dude. Wrestling kicks ass. Wrestling really does. This is we really. This is just a podcast about late night television and wrestling, <laughs> and we disguise it as a Fallout Boy podcast. <laughs> and you suckers fell for it. <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Uh. D- uh. There's a there they do kind of an interesting thing with like the vocals where he says like um spin for you like your favorite records used to kind okay. of like in the bridge a little bit and they had this a weird electronic effect that I kind of liked. Man, I'm really trying to like name things that <laughs> You're are really that, scraping. That's like interesting about these these songs. Um But do you think this is a callback to that first song? Like I'm not you know, what the songs you're gonna like you never stick at first? Uh I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I, do um, you, you think that? You don't think the song called Favorite Record on, the, on one of their songs where they talk about I'm not your favorite record? You don't think that's like a callback? If I found out that it was, I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think they're trying to do that. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. 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 I feel like it's sort of, maybe it's just that we're sort of focused on that kind of, we're just weirdos about Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Normal person would not even put that together. We're, I guess that's true. We're weirdos in general. You're right. a weird dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not. You're a weird motherfucker. <laughs> look, I'm. I'm not normal, right? I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Eric, what's you your see f- this hat? I'm weird. <laughs> Eric, what's your favorite record? Uh, fucking uh, fucking Black Sabbath, bro. <laughs> Can you give a serious answer? You don't have to. Uh, is it Illmatic by Nas? Nasty my favorite, Nas. My favorite record is Toys in the Attic by Aerosmith, <laughs> baby. Anyway, you can't. No, here's the thing. When you're like. When you're music, when you're music people like us, you don't have a favorite album of all time, right? Like, cause your music, you're, you're, you could be on a, on a weird, like, you know, dark wave trip and be like, oh, I, this fucking, you know, this album's the best, the best album. But like, you know, it just jumps around. I hate when I come over to record the podcast and you're just on a weird dark wave trip. <laughs> I do, bro. You're, and your, your tidy, your tidy whities are wrapped a, around your ankles and you're just. <laughs> I'm wearing a fishnet shirt. You're just fucking on your, in the fetal position on, on underneath your table. Yeah, bro. Um. Uh, totally unrelated. I don't even know why I have. Wait, this what's r- your favorite fucking record? Totally unrelated. I don't even know why I have this written down. Okay. Um, that guy who like uh, it's it's like a it was like a it's not Ripley's Believe It or Not, but it's like kind of like a um a show kind of similar to that okay. in the nineties where uh-huh. they would give you like sometimes it'd be a real story, sometimes it'd be a fake. That is story. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Is it okay. with Jonathan Jonathan Freaks? Yes. <laughs> The video of him, the listing of him. Like, have you ever been to the Chinatown in your local city? Have you ever ridden a bike? Have you, ever, have you, have you... so many theme restaurants lately? <laughs> That's one of the best videos on the internet. <laughs> I'm really, I'm happy for him that he had that moment. Yeah. Um, so that's, made it up. That's what I got on. Wait, how does that respond to favorite record? Like, what does that have to do? That's with what, I, I don't know. I have it okay. written down here and I don't know what, how I got from point A to point B, but. You just blacked out and you were like <laughs> writing shit down. Favorite record, um, pretty much how I so feel. So this is not your favorite record. No, this is Fall okay. Out Boys. Opus. A- ABAP is 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 my favorite record. ABAP. All right, let's get right into track ten. Then track ten, you might have heard it before. It's a song called "Immortals" by the band Fall Out Boy. <laughs>
This is some kind of Sia shit right here, though. You hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely Sia vibes. Mm-hmm. Alex jumped up my ass about it because I kept calling it Big Hero 5, and apparently it's Big <laughs> Hero 6. I don't know. Yeah, dip, dip shit. There's clearly six of them. I don't know. I've never seen the movie. I've never seen the movie either. <laughs> uh, and I quote, we went over to Disney and met with the directors, bassist Pete Wentz recalled. Uh, they explained the story to us. It was insane how much it lined up with the way our band saw the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dude, come on, man. You guys Peter. are better than this. Uh, they went, uh, Disney went to them, um, wanted them to write a song for, uh, Big Hero 5. They did it. And then they shoved it on their actual, like, record as if that was, like, it, dude, it's, it's, it's disingenuous, to, well, to it's, say the least. Like, to be fair, though, it's like, yeah, if you have a, if you have a big Disney song like that, like, you have to put that on an album because it's going to move units. And it fucking did. Look at yeah. it. It's 400 million. Like, the song sucks dick. But you're trying to like try and you know don't don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Right. Don't tell me that you that you. But got... he, every instance we talk about Pete in the interview is he's pissing <laughs> on our legs. He's telling us it's raining. He is an insane interview. Every interview it's, we've like. I love it. I kind of yeah. love it now that he just says these things that make no sense. But look, there's nothing cute about this song. That Disney Disney wanted him to write a song for their movie, and they put out a bunch of like fabricated right. quotes well, saying, "Oh yeah, we actually were really inspired by this <laughs> movie about a fucking balloon robot or whatever the fuck it is." Yeah. Well, he, he Pete was he, to shed some more light on it. He Pete was like, "Yeah, it lined up with how we saw the world. It was with us with piles of money." <laughs> and I, then he said, "Yes. It aligns with how our band saw the world." Yeah, it's a fucking movie for little kids. Well. Like and this isn't like 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 this every, isn't for 37 year old men every movie for little kids aligns with how everyone should view the world that because it's true. inherently just a good pure thought that's true <laughs> wow <sighs> really we're really in the weeds with this episode <laughs> hey two sides of the same coin yeah we really are <laughs> or we, we are in fall fall boys the other side of the i coin? don't know i was just making a call back to that stupid joke you made earlier <laughs> <laughs> well it was a good joke it was a good joke it was a good joke hey we're doing really good. There's a movie in 2011 that came out called The Immortals. It stars Mickey Rourke. Um, oh. It has a 49 on Rotten Tomatoes. It looks like a horrible, like, 300, like, They rip-off. were making a lot of those movies, though. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Look, Mickey Mouse went to Pete Wentz. Oh, my God, Mick. Stop. <laughs> and, asked, and asked him to write a song. Stop. Did they my know? third eye is opening right Little now. Little did they know Mickey Rourke had already done it four years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Mickey Ro- Mickey Mouse, Mickey Rourke. Tell that Mickey Rourke he just made my list of things to do today. <laughs> Tell that Mickey Mouse he just made my bank account much bigger by hiring me to write a song about Big Hero 5. <laughs> Big Hero 6. Oh, my bad. Sorry, A-Train. <laughs> I'm really going to take off for him. <laughs> All right. We're almost done. We're done. We're done. This is uh, track 11. Do you, have, do you have nothing else for Immortals? No. Oh, actually, I have like 45 minutes on Immortals. Oh, please. No. Just drop it on me. <laughs> All right. This is track 11, Twin Skeletons. Hotel in NYC. Do you know what this song is? I, it's like there's a place in France with yes. a naked lady dance. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought. I was. It was driving me crazy. I was like, the melody of this song is so familiar, and I yeah. could not figure out what it was. Probably because I was trying to think of like a a good pop song, <laughs> not like a not a limerick we sang to each other in <laughs> schoolyards. Kiss me, arse. There's a naked lady in France. <laughs> you know what else? You know what else this song reminds me of is um, you saw. I think you should leave season one, right? Where he's like, the skeletons and their bones are their money. Like, 
That's the way this song is paced. I watched some of I oh, Think You okay. Should Leave. I think I might have missed that. Oh, yeah. It was Sorry. like one of the famous skits. 55 cheeseburgers. Yeah, <laughs> everyone – that that show is quickly going the way of uh, the, the later Austin Powers movies for me. It's turning a little bit into the Rick and Morty I've noticed. Yeah, where the first season of Rick and Morty, everyone's like, wow, this is really weird. And now, like, the fans who are obsessing over it, it's Dude. like, oh, I can't get away from the fucking driving Dude. crooner. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You're, it's – um. I've been seeing it like on Reddit a lot. Like I, I went, I must have gone there to one of their that subreddit for mm. one thing, and now I just see it on my recommended stuff. And it's like everyone just says quotes from the fucking episode. They don't talk. They just talk to each other in quotes. It's the worst. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Louis, we love you. We know you love the driving crooner. This is an attack on you. It is not an attack no, on you. We love you. Please be on the show. We want you on the show. The fans want you on the show. Louis, please come on the show next week and do a face reveal. <laughs> One of the, yeah, one of our listeners says that they want a, a Louis face reveal. I promise you guys are going to get a Louis face reveal soon. <laughs> you going <laughs> to You think what I'm thinking? I don't know. We were probably we're both we're thinking of two separate devious things. Uh, it's like that thing where they they take a picture and they they come on their iPad. Ew. <laughs> you know what that's called. Don't try and say that you don't know. I don't what that's know. That's the thing people are doing. <laughs> I don't really know. All right, Twin Skeletons, Hotel in New York City. As you can tell by the tangent we've gone on before this song even finished us talking about it, it's it's not good. Hey, the name of the song is Twin Skeletons with an apostrophe S, implying that, that the skeletons uh, possess something? It's their hotel. I guess? No, it's Twin <laughs> Skeletons. It's their hotel in New York City. Okay. Yeah. You don't know that. I mean, that's what how the grammar is talking to me. Uh, is this a reference to like the first best of record? You know, like the Believers yeah, Never yeah. Die and there's the two skeletons? Um, people think this song, apparently I couldn't find evidence of this again, okay. because there's a lot of like fallout boy fans who I think just kind of talk out of their ass on the internet and <laughs> like, have... <laughs> or, or on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently there's some interview where Pete is telling the interviewer for some reason about his first sexual encounter with Ashley oh Simpson. Oh. And it is it w- Howard Stern? <laughs> it might be. Who knows? He did a, a Howard Stern interview where he's like, he literally talks about like doing butt stuff with his, his girlfriend at the time. <laughs> It's, you know, you know, Howard, Howard has the ability to make you talk about Howard, fucking Howard, one of the greats, you know, you, you, we've, you know, this cause you know me, uh, intimately. Yes. Um, Biblically. I, I like was a massive Howard. Stern Absolutely. Fan you for were. like years. Yeah. Um, kind of regrettable and maybe not one of my best decisions, but yeah. it was a different time. I was also like in high school, like when this was happening. So yeah, that's kind of, that's his demographic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently in this interview he he talks about how there it was in a like a Soho hotel okay. in New York. So people think that this is like maybe a song about his first escapade with uh, Ashley Simpson or Mikey Way. Ooh, Jesus Christ! Maybe you don't know. Um, nowadays it'd be um, Twin Skeletons Airbnb in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> what? Go to fucking hell! What do you think about this song? I don't think about this song. <laughs> that's that I mean like that's it 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 is not good. It's a bad song. I want to explain myself a little bit. Okay. Uh, uh call me old school. Call me an OG. Okay. You're when an I'm, OG. When I'm listening to like the composition of a record, I can't always just take it as one song. Okay. And so I Unfortunately, for better or for worse, I'm listening to this whole record as one piece. Yes. And there's a moment halfway through the record where the songs just get so boring Yeah, that maybe if I just heard this song on its own, or I, I mean, I guess I could be saying this about any song, mm. but let's just focus on Twin Skeletons. If I had just heard this song 
just just that. I'm just listening to this one song. Maybe I'd like it a little bit more. Really? But unfortunately, um, because all I've just been hearing so many just kind of like dull songs over and over again. I'm right. I, I'm not even sure I'm giving this song a, a proper chance. Yeah, I kind of, I think there's there's a fatigue of exactly. you listening That's to this. That's a great this. way to put it. I'm glad it took me three minutes to say what you said in one word. Fatigue. You get fatigued listening to this album, uh-huh. and this is not a good capstone for it either. Like you'd think that if it's like a because the pacing, like the pacing is slow. It's like dun 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 dun, dun, dun and it kind of stays at that kind of yeah. pace. And it's like if you want like you, there's two ways to end an album. You end with a big crazy song, or you like a really quiet like you know end note. And this doesn't either. They haven't been good with like finishing off records in a while, in my opinion. What a catch, Johnny would have been a perfect send off. We've been saying it. We've been I'm saying, saying it. it. We've been saying it. Um, that's it. Twin skeleton suck my ass. I like the uh, I like the name. I guess that's okay. It's funny. I had that too. I like that there's like an a an, uh, a parenthesis. It, it almost feels like an old Fall Out Boy song. That's like true. Yeah, two different things. Like da 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 da. da. Uh huh. Do you see that thing I, I reposted the other day? <laughs> what? We're uh, one of the people that follow us on Instagram. They they went and they they did acronyms for their rankings of all the. Uh, songs on from under the cork tree and they're the acronyms are fucking long <laughs> as shit it's crazy and i messaged him and i was like i had to go back and check this that make sure that, that was crazy because they just had so many like letters that i just it's like this has to be a farce like it has to be a joke that they have that wordy of a song or and it's just it's crazy anyways that's the story we miss those days we do i'm getting emotional just thinking back to the the old song titles yeah that's it um, do we want to, do we want to cleanse our, 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 our yes, minds let's, for let's, a second? Yeah. We'll, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back. Do you want to do the, the final, we'll do the, the rankings and then the final thought. Yes. Okay. So let me play a little something. Play an interesting song. Play like a song that's like fucking crazy. Ah, la, la, la. Um, fucking crazy. Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> All right. Let me see what I got here. All right. This, we're going to end out with a song by pity sex called dog walk. Okay. This is a good song. Yeah, it is a good song. Hey, that's a good song. <laughs> Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, yeah. This is Gay Rude Boys Unite Instrumental 99 by Leftover Crack. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about umlauts. This is a band that has an umlaut in it, so... Yes, they are. Yeah. Do you like that song? Yeah, that's a good song. That is a good song. I The only experience I've had with Leftover Crack was I had this kid that worked for me at the Starbucks I worked at years ago. <laughs> he was like the worst fucking uh, employee, I guess. <laughs> was he stinky? He was a little stinky, but he was like one of those things where I, I'd tell him to go clean up something and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> but like one of the things that kind of stuck out my mind was that he was like, hey, I want to go see Leftover Crack. Do you want to go hang out and see Leftover Crack with me tonight? And I was like... <laughs> I don't like you as a person. <laughs> you I'm should not have win. S- uh, I should. I would have no. run into you there. I know. I've never seen them. I saw choking. I saw choking victim. I'm choking, but yeah, which is the band that was before Leftover Crack, uh, uh, like a punk rock bowling a couple years ago. That's the only time I've ever seen them. Oh, okay. And it's music for stinky people. You ever see someone who makes the their own punks? Yeah, they they make their own pants and they're stinky. That's this is what the, the kind of stuff. I've they never listen. known anybody that makes their own <laughs> pants and is stinky. I've never met anybody like that. You're looking at them right now. <laughs> That's the joke. Um. Anyway, welcome back to From Under the Dork Tree. 
Welcome We're- back to Dork Tree Pod from another Dork Tree production with your hosts, uh, Louie and Alex. Um, we had a nice little reset in the kitchen. We talked about uh, class inequality. It's true. We talked about the Patriot Act for a while. And Christopher Nolan and how he endorses the Patriot Act. <laughs> um, and we're ready to kind of like be done with uh, with a- a- ABAP. I'm absolutely ready to be done with this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like do you want to get into, we'll get into our our uh, final thoughts. Yep. And then we'll follow up with our, our rankings. Our Jerry Springer final thoughts. So this is your moment of zen, Mick. What is your what are your final <laughs> thoughts on ABAP? Look, uh I think this record went out of its way to write a couple really big radio poppy songs. Yes. Massive earworms. That was their goal. They wanted to be just uh, out out there, like literally yeah. sell uh, a, a billion streams band, uh, and they accomplish it. Yeah. I uh, I think the album tracks get a little boring. I feel like maybe for whatever reason they just didn't put a lot into those yeah songs. Um, uh, I have to give them a little bit of credit again for for uh for, you know Uma Thurman and and uh Centuries are are massive. Immortals is in a little kids movie. Um, good for them. I, I think they, I think they, they, you know, they, they, they did what they wanted to do. They, they, so they had a goal in mind and they accomplished it. Exactly. That. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, and I, like I, like I kind of alluded to earlier, while we were sitting on this record for being generic and boring, there are little pockets in these songs that do feel sincere. Yeah. I don't think it's like totally void of like personality just doesn't come out very well because the songs are just a little it's dull. hard to find those moments though. exactly you yeah. got to be looking for them like us yeah <laughs> like when they said they were dancing to rancid yeah. one of the most <laughs> like, sincere oh, we're always doing that um to me this like record is better than save rock and roll in the sense that the mm-hmm. the pop radio songs are better earworms and they're bigger and I and I I generally like. Well, do you do you think that they're better earworms in the? But also, do you think that they're better songs? I think I do. I've, okay. I've kind of gone back and forth on this over the last couple of weeks. I kind of think Centuries is a better song than my songs. Know what you did in the dark? Oh, I yeah. I and guess if that's, that's like if when you're saying it like that, I guess I I see what you mean. Like I would rather listen to Uma, Uma Thurman than than the, the any of the hits off Save Rock and Roll. Any of the singles my off songs, Save Rock. No, that's pretty much it, right? Conversely, yeah. Although I also think Save Rock and Roll gets a little boring at times, the 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 doldrums of 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 this record are are mm-hmm. really really bad. So it's better and worse, yeah, at the same time. Uh, but uh, you know, they're, they're, they're I, I I like this more than Save Rock and Roll. That's crazy. Just for the, I think Irresistible is a good song. Yeah, uh, we'll go into our our ratings right, here right. in a little bit, but I think they do. Uh, you know, hey, it's 2015. The, uh, artists don't really like put out like composed records anymore. It's just about singles and it's filler a, tracks. Yeah, yeah, it's a very transitional time for music. Yeah, so that's it. Okay. Well, I don't know. For me, my my thoughts are obviously kind of like referencing you. Like it's it's very bombastic. They made this album like in an effort to be like, how do we make the most bombastic radio hits that we had on our last album to where like most of the songs are like that. Yes. Um, but like that, once again, I keep, I kept coming back to this, like this idea, like who is this for? Like who, who is like, this is my favorite genre of music is this. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that's a real person. Like, I feel like that, like, like you said, maybe that's, it's a person that doesn't exist, but it's like, they just listen to music and that's it. And like, they listen to radio stuff. I just feel like it's like, 
there's no real genre for this where you're just like, oh, I like the music from this genre. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like I like the artists that are in this same space. It's like I don't. There's nothing there. Um, yeah. So it, like it, it feels very like bland and like directionless and like maybe I you see that a lot during the the middle of this play this track list mm-hmm. and that kind of goes back to what we were talking about how it, it sort of you get very fatigued listening to this because yeah. it's like it's you're in a desert essentially you know you're in a desert <laughs> it was very hot it, it was so hot while we were recording and we're listening to these songs just go on and never stop we're having um, those cartoon mirages from like you know the looney tunes <laughs> and stuff yeah i was uh i was i we, we looked off in the distance and there's just like a like a, a spring with like palm trees and a sexy rabbit yes yes um, and that's Bugs Bunny and Drag. <laughs> you know what the genre of this record is? What? Um, music to l- listen to while you're watching Sports Center. Yes, absolutely. Music, music to like while you're watching the 2016 NHL All Star All Star Game. Oh, give me the the pre show to the ESPYS. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's just music for mass consumption. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the LeBron sunglasses at the ESPYS? I did. Yeah. <laughs> they called him Doctor LeBron. <laughs> Um, he he looked like Doctor Octopus. I saw a lot of Hello Peter. <laughs> it was great. That's um, what Twitter's good for. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. never. I guess. I guess that's why I'll never leave Threads because like Twitter has that edge. Uh-huh. You know, I hate Threads, man. Yeah. I like go on Threads and I see like Lily Ponds and and Mr. Beast and all yeah. these just schmo- anyway. Whatever. This isn't social media corner. It's just weird that people are so eager to hate elon musk that they're gonna happily jump into the arms of mark zuckerberg yeah it's crazy that and i kind of had that moment too where i was like oh i'm happy with threads but i'm like oh wait no it's fucking facebook what yeah, am i yeah. doing it is big facebook vibe it's big boomer meme vibe yeah so. yeah for sure so anyway you're listening to, we are boomer me- boomer memes <laughs> that's true the podcast um save rock and roll beats this album's ass um do you want to get into the rankings let's do the rankings uh for the uninitiated i'm sure everyone here knows what we're doing uh, we're gonna go backwards. Wait, for the un uh, the uninitiated, I'm sure everyone knows what we're doing. Eric, fuck you. <laughs> Look, if you are uninitiated, I will explain to you what we're doing. Okay, but I'm sure everyone else knows what we're doing because yes. you are initiated. <laughs> yeah, Razagul. Um, <laughs> we're gonna to save you. <laughs> we're gonna list our favorite songs in reverse order, starting with the, our least favorite song. If we ever get the same song in the same number, we're gonna partake in our adult beverages. Um, you want to tell the listeners what you got in your in your cup? Uh, it is a mishmash of truly prosecco, uh, vodka, bitters, um, probably something else. I think there's something else in there. I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a truly peach burst. Jesus, from leftover from Fourth uh, of July. Um, crack, yeah. Uh, boring. Your yeah, drink very. is boring. It's just one thing. Sorry, My drink bro. is like five things. But I smoked weed before I started getting on the podcast, so I'm crossfaded right now. Well, I was doing little cocaine gummies. Like, oh, well. were you? <laughs> not like, not like gummy cocaine. Uh-huh. Uh, no, well, yeah, like, whatever. All right, all right, anyway. all right. Let's get it. Let's get into the the track listing. All right. So you want to start? I will start. Uh, my number 11 song, my least favorite song in this record, yep. Centuries. Least favorite song, uh, American Beauty, American Psycho. Wow. I think we're going to, we're going to, two ships passing in the night. <laughs> What's your number 10? Immortals. Oh, okay. Centuries is my number 10. Okay. 
Um, quick side note: after these two songs, "Centuries Immortals," it gets very tough. Oh, like it's the very next muddy. Six, like, yeah, absolutely. So I ranked them, but uh, I could, they could. You be could just swap. Yeah, you could swap them around easily. Number nine: Skeletons. Two twin skeletons. Two New York City hotels. I think close again. Uh, number nine: Uma Thurman. <laughs> number eight: The kids aren't all right. Oh, I like that one actually. Uh, number eight: Twin skeletons. Uh, number seven: Jetpack Blues. Number seven, Fourth of July. Number six, Fourth of July. Number six, favorite record. Number five, Novocaine. Number five, Novocaine. Ah! Hey, there you go. Woo! Hell yeah. Mm. All right, what do you got for number four? Favorite record. Immortals. Number three, Uma Thurman. Number three, The Kids Aren't All Right. <laughs> number two, Irresistible. Number two, Irresistible. Yeah! Hey, there we go. That's, that's, a, that's the first I think we've ever gotten two. Yeah, we've never gotten two before. We just down the whole thing now. Um, and number one, hey, ABAP, American Beauty, American Crazy. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You like that's your favorite song, and that's your least favorite. So that, that when I said to my notes, I was like, who is this for? It's for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the crazy thing. I really believe with it. I, I agree with everything you said. I just like it. Just. The most interesting song in this yeah. record. That's all I can say. That's crazy. That song is straight ass, dude. That's <laughs> crazy. What's your number one? Number one is Jetpack Blues. Because it's the only real song on the fucking album. I agree. It's weird. Like I, yeah, yeah. I like I think we're saying like the same thing. It's just yes. like it's, it's, just, it's just a different what your your mood is in, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I it, that's crazy though, that American Beauty American Section like, number one. Yeah. Uma Thurman, I just uh, was number three for me. Yeah, I would not have got I, Uma. If you had told me a week ago, I would have said Uma Thurman was maybe my my least favorite yeah, song. Yeah, on yeah, this. yeah. But again, it just it's like, the video, right? Yeah, it, I, 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 not even the video. Just like listening to this record, and it's like, man, Uma Thurman is kind of one of the only songs that does something interesting on this record. Yeah, and I, I guess just, that's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Back back in the day, I was I hated that song with a like a fiery vengeance. Yeah. Um. You know, I didn't rate it very high now, but it's like it's still moved. There, are, centuries is a really bad song. Yeah, it it's is slow. It's not interesting, and it just drones on. You know what? Um, I another thing that's kind of like occurring to me, like as we're talking about this, uh huh. The songs that are supposed to be about something on this record, like okay, so centuries is this, uh, um, David and Goliath. Will you remember right. me for centuries? It's like. It's like it's so ambiguous. It's right. so vague. It's like it feels so not personal. Like back in the yeah. day, when <laughs> back in the day, when we were listening to Cat Stevens, <laughs> yeah. older Fallout Boy records felt like they were referencing an actual thing that happened in one of their lives. Well, that's the thing is when you're when you're younger and you're making stuff like and you're that creative and your creative juices haven't like, mm -hmm. there's not like an outlet for it. You make everything about yourself and your things that you want to get out there. Uh -huh. When you're a multimillionaire selling out arenas, you're like, hey, how do I get more people in seats? That's, I feel like that's what that is. That's the biggest problem with this record. It's like yeah. I'd rather listen to something so small but Pete being angry at a girl when he's 23 years old. Right, right. Other than like this, will you remember me for – it's it's so – it's not personalized in mm -hmm. any way. It's just – it's vague and it's it, – it, Well, it's to reach the lowest common denominator, you know? Yeah. Us. Yeah. Morons. <laughs> yeah. Literally stupid people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that. Yeah, so out of how many mix would you give uh, American Beauty, American Psycho? I landed on like 4.5, I think. Yeah, I'm like a 3 or 4. I'll tell you, you, you gave like you gave a Save Rock and Roll like a 4 or a 3. It was like really low. 
It was yeah, it was like a three point five. And I was ready to crucify you because that <laughs> album kicks ass. This album sucks ass. Maybe we'll have to do a um from under the Dork Tree presents Dork Tree Pod, um, Fall Out Boy revisited. Oh, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna milk this fucking cow for as long <laughs> as we can. We're getting close. We gotta figure out what we're doing here. Sam. Yeah, like, no, no, no. We got two albums left. Yeah. We we realistically have like a lot of plans of other Fallout Boy things. We absolutely, but at one point the the well is going to run dry, and we got to figure out what what the next the next move is. Right, and I mean obviously, listeners, I think that uh, maybe you can help us out with that because obviously, like you know, we love these boys. We love we love Patrick. We love Pete. We love Andy. We love Joe. You know, and we uh, we kind of want to spend as much time with them as we can. But it's like you know, we can't do that when the the content machine is kind of. You know, we're at their mercy. So send me twenty bucks, I'll talk about whatever you want. We talk Liter- about aliens, dude. I'll send you twenty bucks <laughs> right now. So I guess that's our segue into saying we're not really sure what the next episode is going to be about. No, because no. we kind of have like a we want to do other stuff. We have like a gumball machine uh, full of like twenty ideas. Yeah, and it's it's just a matter of picking like which one of those. Obviously, mania singles. Obviously, mania track Obviously, by track. Yes. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff, and so. Uh, next week, uh, it's a t- wild card. TBD. Yeah, no, and obviously, like listener, like obviously, this is like this is prime time for you to kind of jump into the DMs, send mm-hmm. us an email. Like we we kind of want to know where the listenership wants us to go. If you want us to go to Mania and stuff, like obviously, like that's something we're gonna you know go into. But you know, we kind of want to have a little bit of fun. Like we want to talk about we want to talk about singles that were never on albums. Yeah, we want to talk about compilations. We want to talk about the movies. The Fallout Boy movie universe. <laughs> the, the F-O-B-C-U. Honestly, dude, dude, you know, it's such a misstep that, like, Pete and, like, uh, what's it, Clandestine Industries never kind of kept doing little weird YouTube videos. Because that's a, that's something we kind of could just pump, like, an oil well. You know what else made this record really boring? What? Is no, no Youngblood Chronicles. That's no, absolutely. I agree with that. Absolutely. They they really they really blew their load like way too early with that. And now I want there to be a video for every song. Absolutely, because it was done so well. Yeah. You yeah. you <laughs> made no. Hold on. You made me like miss missing you. You made me like what's that other the young volcano song? I did it. No, not you. I'm the, oh. the royal you, <laughs> or I guess the Fallout Boy you. You just say Fallout Boy. Yeah. The Fallout Boys made me like, you know, Young Wilkins. Because we talked about it on the single episode. I was like, that song is ass. Uh-huh. And that was my favorite song. Yeah. You're so wrong about that. The best song no, is uh, when, where, where Did the Party Go? That is a good song. That I'll listen to that in my free time. I'm listening to I'm gonna listen to it right now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, here, I'll put I'll play it right now. Um anyway, uh uh jump on the Ko-Fi. Uh, buy some t-shirts, buy some stickers, uh, send us money for doing literally nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, send us messages. Uh, Make we- memes. Hey, you know, uh, um, honestly, <laughs> a lot of people have been reaching out and just kind of like, basically just like like commenting on Instagram posts, like replying to tweets. Uh, well, that doesn't really happen. No one replies, no one replies to the tweets. <laughs> um, but just this, like just the, the, the interaction. We crave interaction. I need it. Yes, like those do. goats on that wall. I crave that nutrient. Yo, yeah, I forgot about that <laughs> meme. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, reach out. Let us know what's going on. Eric is like trying so hard to f- play this song that he's totally checked out. <laughs> I'm not totally checked out. I'm playing it right now. Man, this song kicks ass. This is a great song. This whole album is fucking good, man. I disagree. 
No, it's good. I think it's pretty okay. No, oh, it's, it's okay. It's, it's pre- ass. It has its moments. It's pretty kick-ass. Fuck it. Let's listen to this entire song and just get struck down by, by... <laughs> yeah by big Spotify. <laughs> this is the sound. Oh, story. <laughs> Isn't Spotify like in Sweden? Uh, you think of the Pirate Bay? No, no I'm, think... I'm joking. I'm yes, <laughs> Sp- yes. Spotify is a Swedish-based company. Sweden kind of controls like the music industry a little bit. They have Spotify. They have all the writers who write all the Beyonce and Fall Out Boy songs. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Gay. Happy for those Swedes. <laughs> anyway, Eric, you have anything you want to you want to say before we before we go? No. If you want to, if you have a message, send us an email. Dorktreepod at gmail.com, uh, ko-fi.com slash dorktreepod, Instagram, dorktreepod, uh, Twitter, oddly, Grand Theft Potom. I think I made that drunk one day. I don't know. <laughs> we're I'm really to... happy that we got in the, into this album with you because I, I feel like I was vindicated because you were like, oh, this is good. This is good. And I was like, no, this is dog shit, bro. Once we, on, on the way out, once we finally end this three-hour podcast, can yes. we listen to Vindicated? Ooh, by Dashboard Confessionals. Yes. <laughs> um, From the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. Of course. Um, yeah, I, 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 I teased Eric a little. I catfished Eric into thinking this record was going to be better than it actually was. <laughs> you're like, Fall Out Boy? Maybe you're right. Maybe it's... <laughs> hey, maybe you're right. Um, and I apologize. And my solemn vow to make everything better is that I am promising you there will be a late night talk show episode from from another directory we're going to cover everything from uh johnny carson to arsenio hall conan um that english guy who does the carpool karaoke you're gonna get oh i hate that guy extensive history of uh late night uh television i'm sorry i was still playing vindicated or i'm still playing uh where did the party go because that song's so good yes Again, Eric is uh, checked out and just looking at Twitter now. No, I'm, on, I'm looking at threads. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to I'm gonna end the podcast. Are you, do you have anything else you want to say before I end it? Uh, no, thank you guys for always reaching out. We do truly appreciate you uh, listening to the show. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a review, you can leave us a review on iTunes as well as follow us on Spotify. You give us a five-star rating. I don't know what it does. I don't think it actually helps us at all. But um, it you does. Know. My my uh, it helps team. It helps them find us, and yeah. that's great. I love that. <laughs> um, so look from all of us at from under the dork tree, from all of us at uh, from under the dork tree, from all of us at dork tree pod, from under the dork tree production, um, uh, Beatrix LLC, Poop LLC, uh, <laughs> I'm Banshee fe- LLC, Basil the Gray. I'm feeling uh, vindicated. Um, and Pete's lawyer. Thanks for the memories. Go to fucking hell. <laughs> no! Pete's lawyer, thank you. Memories. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>